got her. None of this. Six gun in this. Brother running this. Buffalo soldier. Look, it's like I told you. Any damsel that same distress. Be out of that dress. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of the Film is Dead podcast. The date is the 2nd of September 2020. And my name is John. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm James. Hi, guys. Been a few weeks. Been a few weeks, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, three weeks, I think. Yeah, since, but... since, since we uh, scolded our tongues mm-hmm. and um, um, and had a fourth member on the pod. Yeah, I okay. forgot about that. The uh, yeah. flashbacks, the hot chicken wing incident. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> you defo wasn't in a good way. Yeah, with that. I scorched my sudden tongue as well the next day. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of scorching going on that night. Yeah, that was some powerful. Uh, yeah, stuff. that was a good one. That. But uh, what have you guys been up to in the meantime in the last three weeks? Not anything, much, really. interesting. We're in a weird, like, halfway house now where, like, we're out of lockdown in in, in the northwest mm-hmm. of Warrington. But we're kind of... We're, we're out of lockdown, but, we're, like, we're on, like, a warning, basically. It's like, do it again, and you're going back, back yeah. into lockdown kind of thing. So even though, like, you can go shopping now and the cinemas are kind of showing films again and stuff, it's kind of like, don't get carried away because at the drop <laughs> of a hat, we can throw you yeah. back into lockdown yeah. kind of thing. Pubs, pubs are pretty much back to normal, though. Well, for now they are. Like, they reckon the trade-off with the schools reopening today is that they might have to close the pubs again. And it's just, just like, yeah. what is the thinking behind this? Like, the, the, these trade-offs kind of thing. The very it's strange. I, yeah. I, I don't even understand the plan for that. But yeah, that's about all I've done. Don't get drunk. That's um, mm. all you can do in these um, these times, isn't it? Yeah. Lock that lockdown life. Yeah. Lockdown life. Yeah. This well, is the thing, like, that nobody's thought about. Everyone was saying, like, oh, lockdown for the sake of everyone's health, getting locked down, getting locked down. They don't realise that in, like, 18 months' time, there'll be, like, an alcoholism epidemic, and they'll have to, like, you know, <laughs> half of the country Cirrhosis will be in... liver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Half of the country will be in, like, hospital with liver damage, and the other half will be in AA meetings. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, 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 like, because, obviously, people are just sat at home eating, eating crap, that there'll be, like, a obesity... Um, Epidemic, epidemic yeah. as well, so it'll just be alcoholism and obesity. And not only that, like a lot of the gyms have shut. Like my gym in town is closed completely. DW Sports. Oh, that's closed down, isn't closed it? Closed because of coronavirus. It opened for a week again after lockdown. And there was an outbreak or something, or no, no, no just uh, DW claimed. Oh, yeah, liquidation. DW right. claimed they were uh, they had no money left, even though they've had like record years for the last three years. Seems a bit dodgy to me. I feel like they feel like they've took it as an opportunity to. Uh, Take cash the money, out, take the money and run like yeah. It's yeah. like cash out when the uh, chips are the stakes are high. If it's a profit, profitable company, why why would they want to get out of it? Well, they've sold it to uh, to Sports Direct, my cashless mm, company. Really? So I don't know whether he'll plan to reopen that gym, but in the meantime, I've switched to that cheap one. It's size for less near the Asda. Oh yeah, it's only ten pound a month, so I've switched well, over there. Same sort of facilities. No, sw- no swimming pool, which mm, is annoying. That's that, bit. You can always go with the Jubilee in uh, Orford if you want. Yeah, uh, could do that. Yeah. But like Nick was saying then about the epidemic kind of thing, there's been like record, like I believe seventy percent of like gym memberships have like just been cancelled after yeah. after the. Lockdown. Would you want to go swimming around in a, a pool full of other people's liquids? Well, you'd hope that well, I don't know. Probably the dressing rooms are probably the worst, the worst place. Maybe, to be, I suppose yeah. the Farukas ain't ain't the worsty problems anymore, are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Forget the Faruka sock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> need a whole body sock, wouldn't you? <laughs> Corona body sock. <laughs> I've uh, not been. I've, what I have done, I did another shopping trip with Jono. Another, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We went to Liverpool last time, went to Manchester this time on Saturday. That was a very good day out. We watched a Tenet, which I'll be uh, mentioning to you guys mm-hmm. in a very Tenet kind of way. If you, You'll probably be hearing this after you've heard the Tenet review, if, if things go according to plan. 
So it's a bit you're hearing this message, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone back in time to record the 10 yeah. episode last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so hopefully you'll have heard the Tenet review, but uh, yeah, great film. Did a bit of shopping, bought the, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it on the pod before, but I've been planning to buy that Lego Batmobile since like Christmas. Yeah. But I kept on putting myself off because it was so expensive. But How I much is it? 220 quid. That's quite a lot of money, isn't it? For Lego, yeah. <clears throat> but I finally did it. Uh, finally made the leap. I'm going to put that together this weekend. Yeah. That'll be fun. You, right. you can do it in a weekend? I don't know. It's, it's big. How uh, big is the box? I mean... About this big. Oh, cool. <laughs> right. So it's like two well, two meters long, the box or something. Yeah, I'll send you a picture later on. Like, literally, yeah. it was a nightmare carrying it around Manchester. I bought it quite early in the day. I have yeah. no idea how oh. heavy it was. It's yeah. so heavy. Like, So I made John all carry it for most of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. But uh, yeah, I had a great day. That's pretty much all I've been up to, though, to be honest with you, other mm-hmm. than watching films and stuff. Yeah. Watched Tenet, as I mentioned, yeah. twice. So. Yeah. Twice yeah, you've seen, seen it. Twice now, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you guys got nothing else now before going to go into news? No, not really. Apart, apart from just lounging around watching films myself, but yeah. obviously we can talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Got, that, yeah. got a few bits moved into the house, doing a bit of uh, domestic stuff. Do you know, you, you, you've that. actually moved in since the last podcast, didn't you? I'm not sure. Don't think you mentioned it last time. Oh, yeah, did I not? So yeah, we moved into the house now. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got got a greenhouse. Got a few things. Got tobacco going in the greenhouse. Tomatoes in tobacco, like tobacco. Tobacco. Simpsons reference. Yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, this is all since you've moved back to uh, the UK, because you went on that uh, big yep. six-month travelling yep. trip last year. Yeah. Come back to the UK and you got your, your Finally house sorted got it all stuff. settled. So, yeah, yeah. Got a movie set up now. I've been watching all the movies, so. And you mentioned earlier, hopefully you'll be a host in a few pods in yes. the future. should be good. Yeah, yeah. studio that'd set be, up. That'd, that'd be good to have studio number three. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Definitely. I think we've had quite a few studios now, haven't we? Yeah, we have to be fair. Yeah, like uh, I think we, we I remember recording one at one of Joe's old houses before oh, we, we moved. We did, we did do so it. Like, do, don't we don't. I remember <coughs> doing one at what Inman. Oh, Inman, Inman's parents' house, yeah. Inman's um, like a garage band sort of thing. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> yeah. I've, I've I've had two rooms, two two, two rooms at this house. There's been a studio. Two mm. different studios in this house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've recorded a couple at my house in the front room. Yeah, mm. so. Got onward, all, all onward. Going yep. Right then, we'll jump into news if that's okay. Uh, got some very sad news to kick it off with. Yep. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, better. He's done a lot of films, but he's best known for Black Panther, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sadly, died of colon cancer last yeah. week. Unexpected that as well, wasn't it? I know. It was. It was. It was, <laughs> it was never public knowledge until the recently, died, was it? Yeah. Like so. Um, like, like so no one saw it coming at all. Yeah, I think it was like four years. No he wasn't yeah. on the Deadpool at all, was he really, this guy? No, no. no. He was Black Panther, not Deadpool. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's probably why I get confused. <laughs> uh, but like, I respect that so much that like, he was diagnosed four years ago in 2016. He was 39 at the time. It's young, that, isn't it, to get... And the amount of films he made, he kept on working mm-hmm. the whole time, yeah. like, struggled through it kind of thing. And, and no he, one knew. Have you seen the pictures of him like... Um, Going to the, the the bedsides of like cancer ridden children and oh, stuff really? like that. It's like I think it's really good for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously we don't we don't know him, do we? You know it's not no. not a case of anything like that. But like I just really respect that. Like that he didn't want anyone's sympathy kind of thing. No. Just keep it quiet. Don't you? Yeah. Even like Ryan Coogler, the director of Black Panther, didn't know that like <clears throat> he was ill. You know what I mean? It's just like crazy. he managed to do his like quite a, quite an action filmed, heavy role. Yeah, as he well. filmed. A, I imagine a demanding film like that mm. without any any of the casting. No complaining or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. It was a real, real shock, wasn't it? When, uh, sad, that, isn't it? A bit like the uh, the Heath Ledger scenario and stuff, and Paul Walker and what have you. It's always sad when uh, yeah. 
a young talent just gets taken away, mm-hmm. cannot they? Paul Walker, he, he didn't know he was going to die, though, did he? I think um, his fella did. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Still, like Heath Ledger didn't know, didn't yeah. he? It was just a pill kind of thing. And with Paul up. Walker, he wouldn't have known either. But this this guy knew, and he yeah. powered on through for like four years or whatever it was. He did, yep. Yeah, really sad. Yeah, yeah so uh, rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. Homie. R.I.P. Yep. You guys got anything more you want to add on that? Or? No. No. Just one other bit of news I'll mention, if that's okay. <clears throat> uh, we've mentioned it every time, like Tenet got delayed. In de- constantly week after week, Tenet was getting pushed back. That's finally out now. Bill and Ted was meant to be out yesterday. That's been pushed back again since the last podcast to the 23rd of September. 23rd of September, yeah. But I mean, I think it has been released in the US now, so it will definitely happen on the 23rd. Right. So. Uh, but they can't, they can't hold it back any further then now, can they? Say? I think that'll be it now, yeah. Mm. But it's looking good. Apparently people are saying it's actually pretty good and stuff. So Good. I've yeah. seen a few salty reviews of Tenet where they said that Bill and Ted's actually better. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. that, Fair enough. I'm, I, I think I'm going to send them to watch uh, Bill and Ted and Heggy wants to go, so... Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, Heggy mentioned it years, like, say years ago, about a year ago now, wasn't it, when they, they announced it. And I think John was well up for it as well, like uh, catching Bill and Ted, so... Okay. Two great time travel films there to uh, to catch up with. Bill and Tenet. Bill and Tenet. Yeah, Bill and yeah. Tenet. <laughs> Yeah, so that's all my news. Uh, yeah. but when it goes like with, with Tenet, sorry, it's like um, it had a different edit in the UK, didn't it? So to appeal to more more audiences, I believe oh, so. Yeah, did, to did, get a twelve A rating. Yeah, didn't it? Didn't it cut out like some man beating a woman up or something? Yeah, I believe so. But thinking about it now, I better know what what that scene is. Thinking about it, yeah. So really, yeah. is it is it something that we're gonna miss? Well, the actual scene in the film is pretty harsh, to be honest. With you. <coughs> if it's what I'm thinking of, like the actual scene is pretty harsh. Right, so, like, quite yeah. brutal. Quite brutal, like yeah. Uh, okay. but apparently, like they cut the bit they cut out is very brutal. I would say, like if it's that bad in the actual film, then it, it must have been worse. You have to wait for like. the Blu-ray to get the, the, the director's cut or whatever it is. Yeah, only the Americans will get the uh, the, the unfiltered version. I the Americans don't mind that, do they? But uh, Nick, I'm going to you. I believe you've got some more news that you want to. Uh, I mean, in. one thing I, I'll talk about because everyone's heard about it. I feel like every one of us has um, something that they can talk about within it. The fandom, the DC fandom. No idea what that is. Yes, you do. Where, 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 are, the, <laughs> where, where, where are all the Batman trailers and stuff came out? Oh. I just mentioned that Jimbo looks so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that is. <laughs> you know, like, have you seen the Batman trailer? I was going to say, I bet you any money now. He'll, he'll be like, oh yeah, I absolutely love that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> which which Batman? Our uh, pats. Uh, oh yeah, I did see that trailer. Yeah, it looked good, doesn't it? we're not loving that oh it looked alright yeah, yeah. I thought I blew my socks off that yeah. trailer who, who's the main bad guy in that it's the Riddler yeah but who who, who plays the Riddler Paul Dano see I'm not a big fan of Paul Dano he's, I know what you mean he, he now, annoys yeah, yeah. me but uh, you, you don't even know it's him because he's got like all this duct tape stuck around his head with a pair of glasses on yeah it's a bit like a Nolan thing they're going for like a realistic kind of right this is what a psychopath would going for like. Scarecrow sort of exactly yeah yeah like that. that kind of thing yeah yeah, it looked, I thought it looked, it blew my socks off yeah. how good it looked. I, I really like Robert Pattinson, but I don't think he looks like Batman. Well, I didn't think they were going to go for the look that they've gone for in the film. Not for the Batsuit, just when it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He just looks like He looks Twilight. like an emo Harry Potter or something. Yeah, he like looks like Twilight like, days have come back again. Like, like his hair's all floppy. At the his long, stuff floppy hair, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Like, I've seen Pattinson in Tenet, and it's like, fucking hell, he looks like James Bond or something. Like, yeah, that's yeah. a class look. And he's English in that film as well, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Playing an Englishman, it's like just just do that in Batman, and they've got yeah. a completely different route with it. They've got like it's got all this like forward floppy hair and stuff. Like, 
don't know. They, 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 they have gone for like a proper emo look to the film. Like, I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've felt like it had a kind of crow feel to it. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, you're right. Brendan Lee. It very much yeah. has a very like like um, gothic um, um, crow. Well, can I mention like why I think why I think that? This is one thing that I don't think I've ever mentioned on the pod before. One thing that always annoys me with the old Batman films when they wear that Batman suit. They, has he got like, nipples on it? No, well that does annoy me. But we yeah. mentioned that last week. The nipples, yeah. yeah. The thing with the eyes, like to wear that Batman suit and not look weird, you have to have panda eyes. Yeah. And whenever in the the other Batman films, when they take the the head off, they haven't got panda eyes. No, it's no. Like you, you would have to have panda eyes to, otherwise all your skin would show. Maybe what they're saying is the suit has got a membrane in there that would normally cling to your eye. But I think that's the idea. It's a bit daft though, isn't it? But when yeah. you look closely, you can see they've got panda eyes kind of thing. Yeah, but definitely. It's makeup. It, but well, in this, in this one, one they've, they've, they've gone with it. It's like, our Pax has got like the crow-like black panda eyes just spread across his face. Oh, when he takes a mask off? Yeah. Really, yeah. It's, it, but like... It doesn't look like he's wearing makeup. It just looks like a class kind of like thing. It's like it looks kind of like like the Joker, where he's just got like two black. He looks like a, He looks like a bad guy, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, that's, but I think that's, that's 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 the duality of exactly. That's of what Batman. He's supposed like, to be a bit look a bit like a bad guy, isn't he? He's just as crazy as the bad guys, but he's on the other side, kind of thing. That's yeah. pretty cool. But you don't notice that at the end, like you saw that didn't you, with the black. Yeah, I yeah. did. Oh, know. I, I, I think I remember that. Yeah. I did know. I think that the thing that's where I got the kind of crow feel from. Well, exactly. Yeah, it feels a bit like my chemical romance or something. It's yeah. like the emo look kind of thing. Jesus. But, but I think it fits though, like the the, the, yeah. the film and stuff like yeah. They've gone for like a very gothic feel, but it it does Gotham of, it feel you might quite, say exactly. It feel, <laughs> it's quite good. It's good to feel good. Very good. Yeah, that excited film. I'm not sure if we mentioned it on the pod, but about a year, well, maybe about six months ago, they released the first shots of filming. From like the great, they filmed in the graveyard in London, I think it was. They filmed somewhere in Edinburgh as well, didn't they? Or Done a lot Scott? of UK yeah. filming, yeah. yeah. I think Liverpool as well, maybe. Was it, yeah. Filming, but they were showing pictures of the bat suit, the stuntman with the bat suit on, and I was like, "Oh, it looks fucking shit." Look, <clears throat> and again, I don't know if we mentioned it on the pod, but we were saying at the time in work and stuff, it's in daylight. It won't look like that when you're filming. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. It'll actually be lit well and stuff. Yeah, I'm just stood there in a the cemetery in daylight, kind of thing. Yeah, and again, like... he's in the trailer. Shows one on the bike on the cemetery. And it's like, yeah, look, it looks it's nothing to be like those. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It looks nothing like the photos. Like, <coughs> you don't have to worry. It looks great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah these things, these probably suits are probably designed to look good from one angle as well, aren't they? They probably exactly. be like, got the, pins all down the back of one side and stuff. They're designed to be lit and stuff, aren't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. yeah. But yeah, I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. But, that, but that, that was one thing that came out of the the fandom anyway. Yeah. Um, like. I'll just I'll just go through a few of them. I'm not gonna like stop on any of them, but um, Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, I like the look of it. That looks alright. Is there a number two coming out? Is there? Well, it's yeah. it's it's more a reboot, isn't it? They've kind of reboot. Oh, is it? Well, it's kind of a reboot, but like Wild Birds, birds or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, oh, they've done that one. Sorry. Oh, that's already yeah. happened. Oh, that's happened. That. Oh shit. <laughs> What's that? Birds of Prey. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, but yeah. Awesome. So this 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 is like. Is it Margot Robbie again? Margot Robbie, but right. like obviously they've got like Idris Elba. They've got. Um, yeah. um, 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 Capaldi. Um, oh yeah, Peter Capaldi. The only I love Peter who. Capaldi. Yeah, yeah, he's the thinker. He, he's the thinker, isn't he? Isn't the it? thinker. <clears throat> I bet you in one of you'll get killed after like ten minutes or something. Um, he's too old to have a big ta- role. Ta- you think? <laughs> yeah. Taika Waititi. He's in it. Not a big fan it. of him, but I liked him in uh, what was in the shadows. I think you know what the theory is with him that he's voicing King Shark. No, no one knows who he's playing, but I think King Shark is going to be a CGI character. Is he a monster, is he? He's just basically a shark, yeah, yeah, yeah. with legs. <laughs> no, a land shark. A land shark, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a Welsh shark. Uh, sorry, an uh, Australian shark. I think, I think, so. he's, I think he's New Zealand. Oh, he's a Kiwi, oh, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. he did that in uh, Thor, and he voiced but the I think I think uh, New Zealand is the Wales of Australia, isn't it? So. I don't yeah. know if that's a thing. A lot of sheep. Yeah. Lot of Maybe sheep, that's yeah. where I got mixed Maybe. up. Maybe. Like, instead of saying New Zealand, instead of Wales, oh, Australia. 
because I, I think that's probably what happened. Yeah, that's what that's definitely. Mm. Um, let's just go through a few. Oh, uh, sorry, John Cena is in that as well. Oh, John Cena as well. Yeah. Out of, is, is he? Can you see him in it, or is he just sort yeah, of? Yeah, he's playing like a Captain America oh, kind of piss cool. take. Yeah. Not an invisible. They've, man. They've, they've got like a big cast there, haven't they? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how he's going to manage to. Um, well, I know. I was going to manage it. It's going to kill about half of them off in the first ten minutes. Like, I bet, I guarantee you. Like, reckon? The whole point of Suicide Squad is that like. They send them out 50 of them into a mission and like within 10 minutes they'll, half of them are dead kind of thing. That's in the name. I mean to be fair yeah, yeah. in the first one that um, boom. Slipknot slip slip got killed straight away. Yeah. In Slipknot. Slipknot got killed straight away. Sounds like a, a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does sound somewhat like that doesn't it? Yeah. It'd be a good name that wouldn't it? Mm. Um, um, let's go through a few more. Um, so like there, there was a lot of uh, games. There was uh, um, Arkham Knights. Um, oh was it Gotham Knights? What 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 Gotham games he's done about now? Sorry, Gotham Knights. So this is D, it's from DC Fandom still. So there's um, Gotham Knights where you can be Red Hood, um, Robin or um, Night. Sorry, I think that was made by Nightwing. Is Robin, isn't he? Arkham Asylum as well. You know the Arkham Asylum games. Well, they the Rocksteady they called or something. I, I think, think they did this. They've also on the same thing. They, if it is them, they also made the um, Suicide Squad game as well. Ah, right, yeah. They've made the Suicide Squad game and potentially this one as well. You realise it was a Suicide Squad game? Yeah. I didn't, to be honest, yeah. yeah that that was one that. of the trailers on it. Ah, uh, yeah. right, right. Um, I think we got a Wonder Woman trailer, possibly. Yeah. Is that the 1984? Yeah, 84, got, yeah. Um, it shows off the bad guy, Cheetah. It's not Cheetah, but that's Thundercats, isn't it? I saw a thing on Reddit where like uh, Gal Gadot's character, Wonder Woman has got a feet on some Islamic text and someone was like, oh, you, it's so offensive to put your feet on <laughs> Islamic text. It was like, nah, it... it if if you if you translated the text, it meant something different. It's like people just like complaining, don't they? Yeah, I just like to take offence at stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I think I think we got we got a um, a trailer from um, Justice League. Um, the, oh shit! Yeah, the new Justice League. The, the Zack and it looks amazing. Yeah, it actually <laughs> looks amazing. Zack yeah. Snyder. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, yeah. He's actually a really good superhero director, isn't he? Yeah. I, I like Zack Snyder. He gets loads of flack. Mm. Like that last Watchmen. Justice League film, Watchmen. Yeah. And it, it, with that, he did an Ultimate Director's Cup, which is like 10 hours longer. And it's the same with this one. It's one's. already a really ridiculously long film. Yeah. This one's four hours, he's doing now. And it's going to be shown over four nights, an hour a night. Uh, the only thing with that is, I think it, they've created it for TV. It's in four by three format. It's not like a. In a so basically, format. they're masquerading it as a film, despite the fact it's in five parts and it's in a wrong aspect ratio. I think this is why maybe they've, they've done it, because otherwise it would have cost a fortune to make. Yeah. So they've just like categorized it as a program. Well, in order exactly. To... They've said, like, if you do it like a TV show, it'd be a lot cheaper mm. and the effects will cost a lot less and stuff. So I think they've been like, yeah, just do that. Fuck it. We'll just call it, a f- well, maybe we'll bring it out on DVD one day. Or they'll they'll like... definitely bring it out on DVD, but it'll be in a four by three aspect ratio. Right. Yeah, That's so. a bit weird. Isn't it? No one's got a TV like that in the house anymore. No, a big black line still on the side. I don't yeah. understand why why did why did why is why is um things put out in that format anymore when no one has it? It's like bringing out really it's like, like bringing a black and white program out when you everyone's so the entire the film's going to be in four by three. I don't see. I didn't think it would be, but why would they show the trailer in four by three? Not Are you sure? By you mean by four by three, you mean like the edges are cut off on the sides as well? Literally, it's like a square that, that TV we're looking at that widescreen TV. Yeah. The right and left side, about five inches off each side, we got taken off. Like watching the Simpsons, like watching old school Simpsons. It's just a square in the middle, like, yeah. You fuck. But I mean, they could, like. Was it shot on film? See, this is the thing, like, he only shot half of it before his daughter committed suicide. Then Joss Jesus. Whedon took over and filmed the rest of it. And now he's gone back and binned all the Joss Whedon stuff. Oh, so, he, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer turned up, got some, like, weird footage, and then and that's all completely gone now. He turned up, finished the film, everyone hated it. 
So they've gone back to Zack Snyder and said, look, do you fancy coming back and finishing the film? So he said, yeah, but I won't use any of that Joss Whedon garbage. So he's binned half the film. So Joss Whedon's been paid for it, but he's not getting any... He's getting nothing for this, I don't think. He probably to... won't even want his name on the credits, will he? don't think so. So this is totally Zack Snyder's vision, but he, obviously he can't refilm stuff now because Ben Affleck's like four years older <laughs> and four years fatter. Jesus so. Christ, how long has this film been in the making for? Well, in 2016 they were filming it, yeah. So Fuck. He's had to go... I don't know how, I don't know how they're doing it. Is like, it worth <laughs> doing? I don't understand why they're making such a Well, appa- apparently they did have a lot of the footage anyway. Apparently like he basically had a full This film. is what I mean. Like, so I is think... he Batman? Is he... Ben Affleck's Batman. Ben Affleck's yes. Batman. But like, there's a different villain and everything. Like it was Steppenwolf in the Joss Whedon. Well, uh, this is uh, Steppenwolf. I, I think <laughs> another band, Steppenwolf. Yeah. Great band. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the um, what they did, they filmed it all, but obviously they didn't put any of the special effects on it, so they didn't have the the, the bad uh, guy. That's it. And um, there's, uh, there's no score either. He's got a different score entirely. Like so, exactly, so exactly. So like like they've had to. Obviously, all the money went on then fucking Joss Whedon's, Joss Whedon's thing, so the, so they didn't make his, and now they're just making it again. Aren't they? They've gone back and done all the effects, like say, because the bad guy was Steppenwolf in that shit version. And now it's Darkseid. It was the, meant to be the the, the bad guy. Kind of and thing. we've got and we've got um, Black Superman as well, haven't we? Yeah, Black Suit Superman. Yeah. What the hell is Black Superman? Uh, again, being a bit nerdy. It's with not a racist thing. This. Is no, it? no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, being a bit nerdy with the comic stuff, but. Have you heard of the Death of Superman arc in the comics? Uh, I think I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. He got killed by Doomsday. Yeah. And then when he came back, he wore a black suit kind of thing. Uh, life. A bit like Black Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, black suit Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Just to make it look a bit cooler. Yeah. Cooler, yeah. So when he, but, and they were meant to do it in Justice League when he came back to life, but Joss Whedon just didn't do it. I wonder why. I think Warner Brothers didn't want it to be too dark, the film and stuff. Like They felt it was too dark if you wore a black suit. They wanted it to be like light and funny kind of thing. Yeah. Basically, they wanted to make um, a Marvel universe. And then exactly. everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? Make, just make your own films. And then and that's what they're doing now. Yeah. I must be writing, I don't know whether this is correct, but Marvel have made a lot more money than DC through cinematic things. Mate, I mean, they've made a lot more films than they have. Mm. So they have, they've made more money. Recently. But, yeah. but in terms of comparison, you know, it's probably not that different. No. Obviously, Avengers Endgame made more than any DC film by a, a long shot. Yeah. A, yeah. Black Joker made over a billion dollars. Long. That was that's it, even true. like a, a tentpole comic book film. You know no, I mean? no, not really. But like Ant Man probably made about four hundred million, maybe. In ho- hopefully, DC have learned the lesson. I'm a fan of Ant Man. Like learned the lesson now that um, people don't want a clone of the MCU. They want, they want something a DC. different. Yeah. I think they have, yeah. Because like with the Batman thing, they've just gone back to do. It's like just a Batman trilogy. It's nothing to do with anything else now. Yeah, like, exactly. so. But how many Batman things have we got going on at the minute? Justice League. The Batman. I think that might be it. Well, um, oh no, Flash as well. Say, the Flash, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll be played by different Batman. Yeah. Well, yeah. well. In, oh, in, will not bury yeah. another Batman. Well, in, in the Flash, we've got Michael Keaton coming back. Yeah. I believe so. Michael that sounds Keaton. interesting. And, oh, sorry, and, and Ben Affleck. And, yeah. and Batfleck. Well, apparently, there's going to be another one, isn't there? Is there going to be like three Batman? George Clooney. I actually no, think I, I, I saw that, that idea. It won't be George Clooney. It would be, it, it it would be, be like Pattinson, maybe. It could. It couldn't be the other fellow though, could it? Because he's like. Way overweight now. Who? Adam West. Oh, uh, yeah, he would be great. I mean, um, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yeah. yeah. What about. Um, He's got medical issues. And shit. He had cancer stuff, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just went, uh, Nolan's Batman, whatever his name is. Bale. Bale, yeah, yeah you could have him. He could do it, couldn't he? I think he's a bit too pretentious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably. I agree. Yeah. One of the films I've seen recently has him in it, and it's a, a, um, a of a Nolan film, and yeah, he's a pretentious cunt. Oh, well, we'll get on to that. Though. Did you're he not, punch you're, someone you're in the not face? talking about my favourite Nolan film there, are you? <laughs> <laughs> not sure. <laughs> well, sorry, mate. Uh, I'm done with that, that thing. Yeah? There's, not, there's not a whole lot more. I, don't, I think that's everything that came out of that. So. 
have no other news. So the oh. only bit of news I've got, I saw this today, and it seemed really interesting. There was in 1983, there was a film that was supposed to come out, or it was filmed in, called Grizzly Two. Do you know, I was reading about this today. Do you read about it today as well? 1983, this. 1983. It's got like, it's got baby Clooney and stuff, hasn't it? Yeah. George Clooney, uh, Laura Dern and Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Laura Dern, fucking hell. Apparently, uh, it was, it, like, I'll let you say. It was going to be, it was going to be amazing, but uh, they basically only got a rough, um, like a cut together and it was never actually produced. Um, but a producer called Suzanne Nagy or Nagy or something like that. Uh, she's actually brought the whole thing together and actually made it into a polished thing, so that's going to be coming out soon. Baby George Clooney, though. That What's cute. it about? Sorry. It's about a grizzly bear that some some a group a group of kids go into the forest to to go to a music festival or something like, like that, and then a big grizzly bear comes and fucks them all up. Is it a sequel to Grizzly One? Yeah. So it's actually a, f- a first film. Like I've never one. seen the. F- I've never even heard of Grizzly, but it sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm not. the first time I'd heard of Clooney was. Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes 2, I think it was. That was his first, well, credited as his first film, obviously, because that never got Attack released. of the Killer Tomatoes. So yeah, that, so, yeah. so that was. <laughs> this predates that, does it? 1983. Yeah, that was about 87, that I think. Right. So, yeah. so this would be his first performance. So, well, anyway, so when I said baby, maybe. baby Clooney, it's yeah. literally oh, baby Clooney. Yeah, it's like baby group. Was, was, was he not like a doctor in like some ER? ER. Yeah, but that was like mid 90s. Like or was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Is that where he got where his rise to fame came from? Yeah, he was in that. And remember, like they did a crossover with Friends early on, where him and Noel he Wiley, was in Friends. In I remember Friends, playing that ER character, dating Monica and Ah, uh, so ER had, it's set in the same universe as Friends, is it? For I mean, that not, one not officially, but for like that one episode, it was. Yeah, it's kind of like that's, that's pretty cool. The ER doctors, like yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Just love Friends back then. That was when it was good. Yeah, look, mm. yeah. big fan of George Clooney though. I am. Apparently, he's the nicest guy in the world as well. Really? George Clooney. Uh, oh, that means I, we I have a man crushing him even more. I can imagine it, to be honest. He, like, whenever he does a. I mean, this might be why all the films are the rest of shit, but he has a completely, like, no conflict zone when he's making a film kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you've got to be nice to everyone. You cannot say, be nasty to anyone at all, mm-hmm. like that. But that might be why all his films are a bit, like, safe and boring kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he starred in Three Kings by David O. Russell. I love that film. Well, famously, he had, like, punch ups on set and stuff. Who win? George Clooney and David O. Russell because David O. Russell is such an arsehole directing and George Clooney is just fuming about it. It's like, like, you shouldn't be such an arsehole. Yeah, you shouldn't be. A <coughs> yeah, but, you shouldn't, should you? That film's class though, so it's kind of like... Yeah, it was a great It film. might work, you know what yeah. I mean? It might get results kind of thing. <laughs> what, what a cast as well. Ice Cube. Yeah, and Marky Mark. Walt, Marky Mack. And again, that was Baby Two Mark. Two rappers and, and, you know, and, uh, and Clooney. That was right after uh, Boogie Nights, that, yeah, for Marky. Is that his second Mark. big role, was it? It's Matt Wahlberg and it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boogie Nights yeah, was his yeah. first one, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. No, I got a lot of time for George Clooney. Though. I think he's a lovely guy. Like I say, if you met him, but he's supposed to be the nicest guy in the world. So. Amazing. Who else is supposed to be a really nice fella? Uh, Keanu. Keanu, of course, and Bill Murray. Yeah. <clears throat> Better than yeah. Dan Aykroyd, anyway. Dan Aykroyd's supposed to be an arsehole, isn't he? He, uh, it's an interesting character, Dan Aykroyd. Apparently, he believes in ghosts and stuff quite a lot. And like, is that why he was in, he made Ghostbusters because he wanted to? Like... Yeah, no, genuinely. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> that is genuinely the story. Like, uh, I think the there's fuck? some story in the film about like there's a news report in the film where the reporter saying like uh, my granddad used to tell me stories of a, a ghost train that had go racing past the farm at night, and apparently that's Dan Aykroyd's real story about his granddad. <laughs> he sounds like a lunatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just loves ghosts and stuff. Yeah, he uh, was making a show about the Men in Black. Like trying to expose the men in black, mm. and it got closed down 
like by the very, by company, he claims the men in black closed his, his TV show. Then again, <laughs> no, I mean, it, that sounds like, oh my God, I can't believe that. But no, if he's talking about ghosts and shit, he's probably just made that story up as well. Yeah, but he loves it all, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like a fucking nutcase. Yep. So is that all the news, guys? Yeah. Have we got anything more there, Jimbo? Uh, no, no, I think that's about everything. Okay, okay. So you're okay to get into the uh, main film? Let's get into the meat. Okay, guys, I don't even think we've mentioned it, but the film this week is a Wild Wild West, directed by Barry Sonnenfeld from uh, 1999. So uh, here's a clip. Okay, go and get this thing off my neck. Tools are gone. Gentlemen, welcome to the loveless experimental camp for political dissidents. There are no guards, no barbed wire. As long as you stay within the designated perimeter, you will stay alive. I don't have time for this. No, no, don't! See? Nothing. And now we have to run. Okay, that was Wild Wild West. Uh, Nick, have you got a plot synopsis there? I do indeed. The two best special agents in the Wild West must save President Grant from the clutches of a diabolical wheelchair-bound, steampunk-savvy Confederate scientist bent on revenge for losing the Civil War. Can I uh, kick us off with this? Let's go. I'll just mention first up, not that I care about the Razzies or anything, because a lot of good films have won Razzies, but I think this cleared the board at the Razzies that year. Did it really? Yeah, it won Best Film. <laughs> well, be- worst, worst Film, film yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I think, brilliant. like, worst director, worst leading, leading man. Do you know what? I watched it, and I'm I'm not a big fan of Will Smith, as you know. And I actually was pleasantly surprised. It was oh, okay. Right. Have was, you seen it before? Or? I think I watched it when I was a kid once, years and years ago, when yeah. it first came out. But, like, other than that, I've never seen it. Can I give you a bit of background to it? Like, uh, yeah, how this film came about? I, I, it's a, it's, a, it's a, a weird Western, isn't it? It was an old TV show, yeah, yeah. from 1960. Oh, yeah. sorry, no, I meant they just meant the genre is just a weird western, isn't it? So it's like cowboys and aliens, it's or like steampunk western, and it kind steampunk of steampunk western like, yeah. in a way. It's like it reminds me of cowboys and aliens in some respects, and it reminds me of have you seen a film called Dead Birds? No, I think I've, I think you mentioned it before on the pod actually. I think that's what it's I've heard a of. horror film like set in the western and this, this weird western vibe. Like it's when mm. it's where a western film has another genre as well. Yeah, I, I think like. I think, like uh, Bone Tomahawk. That's Bone like Tomahawk is a good example. Western, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Bone Tomahawk. Oh, amazing, what a great yeah. film, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to mention how it came about, though, like, like you mentioned, it was a TV show that they made a film of. Uh, but it all happened because Barry Sonnenfeld and Will Smith made Men in Black in 1997 for Sony Pictures, which made like 700 million, which at the time, you know, was like a massive Crazy smash kind of thing. Uh, and Sony wanted Men in Black 2. And they were saying, well, we'll only do a Men in Black 2 if you, like, pay Will Smith, like, 40% of the gross and you pay me to 30%. Something daft like that. Yeah, you know, they, they said no. They want, like, on the first film, they got paid barely anything. Yeah. Well, I say barely anything. They got Hollywood paid Hollywood the money, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got a bit fucked over because, like, mm-hmm. Will Smith wasn't who he is now, Will Smith kind of thing. Now he's a superstar. He can exactly, yeah, like, world, world famous. At the time, he was still, like, Fresh Prince kind of thing. Yeah. So. Uh, he'd only done Bad Boys. So was Men in really. Black his first main film, really? I think Bad Boys was Bad his Boys and Men in Black were these two big ones, yeah. yeah. Okay. So they were like, right, we'll do Men in Black too, but you've got to pay us like <clears throat> $94 billion or whatever. And Sony were like, no, you can fuck it off, we're not doing it. And so they went to Warner Brothers and said, we'll do you a Men in Black film, uh, but you've got to pay us $94 billion. 
And Warner Bros. were like, yeah, brilliant. You know, like we've just done that fucking Batman and Robin film. We've got to, got to make money back somewhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, get, that was crap. <laughs> yeah, get Will Smith on board, um, Barry Sonnenfeld. Yeah, we'd love to. And they're like, well, what's the film? Like, we don't know yet, but we'll, <laughs> we'll come up with that later. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that, yeah. yeah. We've got the, you know, the people, but... And I think that explains why this film is the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I had nothing, no, no, like, come on, sorry. Just no idea, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They basically got paid before they even knew what the film was going to be. Yeah. And they were like, oh, there's that old TV property, well, well, do something with that. It's like, you basically, you're paying for a new bathroom and you pay the bills up front. You shouldn't pay them up front, should you? Because... I mean, you, you should it's, just wait. It's, it's, it's like you pay them up, like up front and say, "Do your worst," <laughs> yeah. thing, and then, and yeah, yeah. It's like, like I say, you've got a, you've got a couple of plumbers around or something to do do your new toilet. Yeah, you've seen your mate's toilet who they did, and you're like, "Oh, brilliant!" Yeah, but they want to get paid like ninety four billion now to do you a toilet. Yeah, but like, did Mario and Luigi fucking turn up? And it's like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> not again. <laughs> so I feel like this whole film basically, it's like a rip off of Men in Black. You can literally go through it and like. Yeah. There's a bit in Men in Black where they're like, don't push the red button. I don't remember that at all in the car. Yeah, do not push the red when button. they're in the car. Yeah. A bit on the train with a big red button saying, do not push the red button and stuff. And he pushes what? it and the table turns up. And it's like, is that like their favourite? What the fuck is that? Like the whole thing, like the whole gadgets thing. It's just like, like they're just trying to do Men in Black, but in a different format, basically. Like yeah. In a Western format. Old school instead of... Yeah. Is that, is that, if it was Tommy Lee Jones who played this uh, other guy, it would have been Men in Black, wouldn't it? Well, exactly. Like the, even Tommy Lee Jones character, they're like, oh, we had a crusty old white guy. Like, oh, we'll get Kevin Kline in. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is probably too expensive for this one. So we'll, <laughs> yeah. we want $94 billion of this. So we'll have to get a cheap Kevin Kline in or something like that. I so. think we spoke, I don't know if it, on the last podcast when I spoke, I said I watched um, Batman Forever oh. and um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones actually hated Jim Carrey because he was an arsehole on set. Yeah. I, I think I love Jim Carrey, but I can understand probably why. Yeah. Yeah. why oh, have you seen Man on, the, Man on the Moon and have you seen the, the accompanying documentary? Uh, I've not seen the documentary, but I believe he's an arse in that. Yeah, he's an arsehole. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a, he's a I do act. like Jim Carrey. Like, he's a thingy actor. Um, method actor in method a way. Method actor. So like he gets, he's not Daniel Day-Lewis level method actor, but, but, is he? But, but, but in that documentary, it's showing how much in character he got in for Man on the Moon. I think it's because yeah. he was such a fan of Andy Kaufman that it's like he wanted to do it justice. So he just yeah. went way over. I think he did do it justice as well. It was a great film. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Mm. Uh, just on the Tommy Lee Jones thing, it's a good comparison because in Batman Forever... It's not great. It's just it there for the payday, basically. Doing like a Joker rip-off, like, ah, yeah, Two-Face, yeah. But then in Men in Black, he's really good, Tommy Lee Jones, because yeah. it fits that deadpan kind of, yeah. just dead dead quiet, dead calm, like... Hey, sport. Uh, exactly, not uh, impressed with anything. Not bothered. So he was good in that, but Kevin Kline in this one feels like Tommy Lee Jones in Batman Forever. <laughs> just, it's okay, it's a good actor, Kevin Kline. Maniacal. Just a bit... Did, did, I mean, I got the impression he just wasn't interested at any point, Kevin Kline. Yeah. He's probably most interested in him is playing President Grant kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to wear a disguise or something like that. I think disguises work quite well. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back to that later when I've got a note for that. But uh, So yeah, I think I feel like it's all just like a Men in Black template, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to do the same thing again. Even the, the theme song and stuff like, you know, like Men in Black. Yeah. They've got a template for a film and they're like, that worked last time. We'll, we'll do let's it do it again, but let's do it in the 19... 1800s. Yeah, exactly. And, and now we'll get 94 billion for doing yeah. it. So It never really worked out that way, though, does it? No, it didn't. I mean, that's worth mentioning now. Like, it, it lost money. I mean, I don't even know when. I don't think Blockbusters even lose money anymore. They always seem to, like, at least make the money back. And now it actually lost money. I think it made 200 million. It's a million cult worldwide. classic, surely, though, isn't it? I think it's hated, this film, like, yeah, universally yeah. hated kind of yeah. thing. I wasn't a massive fan, but do you know what? It, was, it wasn't the worst one I've ever seen. I think it's pretty close to Batman and Robin for me. This is probably, yes. I think this might be the only film I've walked out of in a theatre. 
There was an issue of catching a train with like 20 minutes left. So. But that was, I mean, it could have been any film then, couldn't it? But yeah, but it, if it was a good film, I probably would have stayed yeah, on the next got, train. But yeah. that's worth mentioning. I watched it uh, with an old mate called Sean Cassidy, who's a good mate of Ian Walker, who messaged us the other week. Who should give, give him a shout out. But I don't think Ian was there that day. Me and Sean watched it at the traffic centre. And we were both just like, should we get off? We're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> just walked out. With how, how many minutes into it was it? Do you remember? Well, I think there's about half an hour to 20 minutes left. And we just thought, fuck it, let's go. Not worth it, yeah. Yeah, I don't care how it ends. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's basically a Men in Black clone. And like, I feel like it starts this film as it means to go on. Like, the tone of this film is just fucking all over the place. Like, mm. it's meant to be a fun summer blockbuster. There's a lot of, like, sexual references in it and stuff, isn't there? A lot of sexual references, and it starts off with a guy being beheaded, like, yeah. viciously. It's like, <laughs> it's like, Dad, is a man's head. <laughs> yeah. like, how many times do you need to say that? Fucking hell. Well, like, again, like the humour in this film. They're going for that <clears> joke, aren't they? <throat> that is a man's head. And he repeats it about ten times. Yeah. It's like, well, it wasn't funny the first time. <laughs> yeah, like, why you keep saying it? Yeah, yeah like, they, they just hammer these jokes into the ground kind of thing. But let's say the tone of the film, it goes from that really vicious opening to a man being beheaded to him being in that water tower with that really quite beautiful girl. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's the bit yeah. highlight of the film. The thing is, though, like, that's a water tower. We were saying earlier, like, pretty unhygienic, that, isn't it? Yeah, especially now with coronavirus. You don't want to be... Uh, <laughs> fornicating. Then again, this is quite a long time before even the, the first one, isn't it? Before 1980. This is... I believe it was... Well, what year was it? Uh, was it 1869. So was, was that it, when this was? Yeah. <clears throat> 1869. So it was it was a hundred years before Woodstock. It was just Jimi after, Hendrix shredding on the guitar. It was a hundred years before that. It was just after the Civil War, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was so it's just after the good, the bad, and the ugly, basically. In yeah. Time, in the timeline. <laughs> yeah, here it is. <laughs> so it's like fifty years before, like nearly like forty-eight years before the um, what's it called, like the Spanish influenza. Oh, in 1918. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the Spanish flu. And there's a few things that it, it, it precursors to, like the bicycle. I'm not sure when the, when the actual uh, uh, the motorcycle was invented or whether when the, the I think Orville Wright and his brother, the, the, all, the Wright yeah. brothers, that I think Building it was like 1906 or something like that. So it's a good 40 years before any planes were evolved. Yeah, and they have the whole thing at the end where is it called Artemis? He uh, he builds the flying machine, doesn't he? Oh, like, yeah. He asked what he's going to call it. Yeah, and he's oh god. Yeah, the Air Gordon. I forgot about the that. The Air Gordon, yeah. Who's Go- who is Gordon? Well, it's uh, he's Artemis Gordon. And it's the, uh, the Air Jordan thing, isn't it? Air Jordan uh, yeah. joke. Oh, is that what the joke was? Well, I that, didn't get that reference. Exactly, like, that's how good of a joke it is. Oh, I didn't understand it, like, the reference. Terrible joke. <laughs> I just thought because earlier on he said about the motorbike, he was like, I think, what are you going to call that thing? He was like, I'm going to call it the... Uh, do, you remember, do you know the name of the, of the motorbike that we called, that we called the motorbike? Oh, I don't actually know. It's a really long this name. It's a little pedal thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like a penny know. farthing with a motor on with it. A, with an engine on it, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A rocket-powered yeah. thing. Yeah. But some of the jokes in this film, like, this one bit where, like, Will Smith's playing a manservant, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I know it was, like, 20 years ago, but still, you know what I mean? Just Then again, Django Unchained, it's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of... We could draw well, quite a few similarities between that. Yeah, coming on to a note I've got there, actually, like... Going off from the intro, but I like—I don't mind the credits, the opening credits. I love them. Yeah, yeah. I actually—I I got a note. I just put like a uh, 1970s intro, Django? Question mark. Yeah, it reminds me of—I think the Black TV exploitation show, film or something like that. Yeah, but I think the TV show had a similar kind of opening with the comic book panels and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of looked but it looked cool. And the music was 70s sound. It was like a James Bond intro, wasn't it? Yeah. Like I, I like the that, that the opening title card and stuff. Mm. But like I say, I was thinking. Yeah, it was like, cool. After now watching Django. 
maybe it's like a bit of a black exploitation. Well, I mean, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> but like, I didn't get that at the time when I first watched it. So I'll give it a bit of credit for that. Like that. It was ahead of Quentin Tarantino, really. It was like... Well, it was, but it feels like a Tarantino film. It's as if Django got made, like, 20 years before it, sh- it did. I think it would have been better if they hadn't made it for kids. If they'd just gone with that aspect of, like, having, like, loads of racial... Like Tenet. The way Tenet's, like, a, a kid's film now. The way that they've, the way they've edited it in the UK to make uh, it a no, kid's that, film. I think that works, you see. Does it? I think that works. It's but... different as well, because I remember as a kid, I used to have Terminator 1 on VHS, and it was registered as an 18. But I've seen it recently... Well, not recently, but more recently than that, and it was a 15. Now it's been recategorized yeah, as a 15. Stuff when I was a kid, it was an 18, Terminator 1. Yeah. But I just think that they'd have been better off with this film, making it like a Django adult. Yeah, going all balls to the wall. Kind of action film, Make like. it a R rated, just fucking. Yeah. But where would they got the money from then? They, 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 oh, that, yeah. They needed to have it this this way because they needed to say, look, we can do a, a, a Men in Black 2 then, it seems from what you've said. But I think if you want to do that, if you want to make a kid's blockbuster, I mean, they were selling like Burger King stuff, toys for this, you know, like you could get Burger for King kids, then. meals with toys. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah. Wild well, well, West toys. If you want to do that kind of film, don't put all these racist jokes in it. No. And all these like homophobic stuff. And it's just what like, was that? So can you think of a homophobic uh, about, the, about the guy dressing up and stuff? Oh no, there's uh, worse stuff than that. There's the bit where his uh, mag- ne- neck magnet is stuck to his belt buckle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, like, oh, it's, it's funny because it looks like we're gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, there was a bit earlier on. Oh, when they're in the train and uh, the train driver, I can't think of his name now, but he's a famous actor. Yeah. 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 Once he like... Turns out he's an ex-US marshal. He's a US marshal, isn't he? But he's, yeah. he's a train driver. And he's only overhearing half the conversation. And he's like, you touch my breast. It's like, oh, it's soft. And, and he goes, like, I always knew, or something like that, doesn't he? He says, like, I yeah. thought so. It's like, like, I knew it. Like, he like, took yeah. my breast. Oh, I'm hard. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, it's like, oh, it's funny because he thinks they're gay. Like, yeah, that's yeah, but why would you? <laughs> it's weird that he says, I'm hard. I mean, like, well, why would you? Yeah. Well, he was on about his hard breast, wasn't he? That's what he's talking oh, about. Yeah. Oh, it all makes sense. Oh, oh, yeah, now, <laughs> if you break the jokes down, they make more sense, don't they? All the genius comedy. And just like how, like, <clears> again, it's a kid's <clears> film. Like I'm not complaining. You see, Sam Hayek's house, and it's a very, oh. nice, very nice. Oh, house, that's like. it, beautiful. Where well, she's got like that, that, that square yeah, thing with the buttons thing, on yeah. that you used to have an old fashioned, uh, an old fashioned. What would you call it? Like an under under clothing, like a onesie in it. An old school, <laughs> an old school onesie with the yeah, buttons yeah. for the arse in case yeah. you need a oh, shit. Oh god, the so like a really old school. Walks away and you get to see the crack. Yeah, and you're yeah. Like, I mean, Sam Hayek's. You're not going to say no, are she, you? She, she's incredible in this. She's film. lovely. That yeah. she that is. Film. Yeah, you're watching that. Like, what this film's but picked up. Then again, <laughs> she she's not been. She's not a feminist in this film. She she's been treated like an object. I think a lot of the time. Oh, but I think she's using her feminine wiles to like quite cleverly because she's married yeah. to that. Yeah, uh, apparently it's a dad, but it's not a dad. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's leading them both on to get her to help, get them yeah. to help. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, yeah, more power to it. It worked, yeah. it worked, didn't it? But like, there's that bit where she walks away when her ass is showing, like, yeah, brilliant. But then, like, Kemi Clan's like, oh, she's a breath of fresh ass. And then, sorry, a fucking joke. And then he says, oh, 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 breast of fresh, of fresh air. <laughs> yeah. And then I think Will Smith closes it by saying, like, um, let's get some shut ass. Yeah, and I, 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 I like, these are jokes. I, 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 Oh, I think I'd walked away from the TV. I, I, I had, had the TV on at that point. I didn't actually hear that. I, I, I think no, I'd walked I, I away. I think at that, that point. was the point where I was like, "This is the film, isn't it?" Yeah. yeah. Like, like already, I was like, "This is a bit overboard." Really this bad. film, but I think those jokes were the bit I was like, "I don't like this film that much." No. And like that to me just show it's like they've come up. They're like, "We've got a ninety-four billion dollars." 
but yeah, we've got to write a film. And I'm like, oh, just fucking make something up. A breath of fresh air, just say that. <laughs> it shows that Jesus. that's how they made this film, basically. Like, they're just by template. I imagine you were just pissed with the script, just like with, with a highlighter, like highlighting the bits that they'd want to get chopped yeah. and just like writing next to it, just like obscure references. About, One of my favorite about, references in this film was um, where did I write that? The um, there was a bit where what's the main what's the second not the main bad guy but the guy with the with the, uh, the oh, funnel is uh, here oh, yeah. bloodbath McGrath bloodbath McGrath and he like had a sort of like a a, a, a hearing hearing uh, aid made <laughs> yeah. of a trumpet well, it was like a gramophone one and, and I loved it and he literally just pointed it downwards and all of the oh. the, the stuff just poured out. But as he got shot, I know this was a cute puppy in the background. I'm sure you know what I'm going to say now. Yeah. There was a really cute puppy in the background, and one of the like the, the minions is stroking it. And then as this McGrath fella is shot and killed, and his his, his gramophone is there, then the HMV dog just runs next to it, and it's yeah. just oh. the HMV what? logo. What a sh- what does that? Why would you think that would be a good idea to put that in it? People know I bet that, I, that dog and, the, and, a, and, a, and, a, bet, and a musical cone I bet, are designed to be I next to each other. I bet it was a paid advertisement. You know, know what? I, yeah. I, I didn't think of it before, but as Jimbo was I saying know, it, as he was saying that, I was like, they've, they've got the Burger King Happy Meals. They probably got paid by HMV. Yeah, they, they probably the did. The film, yeah, remind yeah. people of that I, I, music I guarantee it's a, like, that's what we went, they probably made it all the money back just off advertisement. It didn't make any sense, did it? At all. Other so. than like, oh look, it's the HMV logo, and it's just I, like, I, I, yeah, I, the guy's I, dead with his. What's he got fucking... to do with the film? <laughs> he, he, he was dead, wasn't he? With this thing in the end, he was yeah. fully fucking dead. He'd been shot, and then later on in the film, he's like washed up, and he's like, oh, he's still talking, like, still talking. I, I bet yeah. going into this film, they knew it was going to be a flop. They, they knew it was just like let's, just, let's just get loads of people to pay us. Do you know what though? I don't think they did. There's a bit in the song Wild Wild West where Will Smith's like almost like bragging, and it's like, oh, I've done it again, boys. I've gone done it again. It's like. What made another shit film? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're clearly just trying to repeat Man in Black and everything. Yeah, Even yeah. that line of the song is like, yeah. Did he go? As well. <laughs> gotcha dollar. <laughs> but like you mentioned that bit, Jimbo, with the gramophone turning the airwax. That for me is just a symbolist film. It's fucking gross. <laughs> this whole yeah, film is yeah. it's vile. Just, <laughs> yeah. just, it's made for little boys, isn't it, this film? I don't know who it's made for. Like, say, like yeah. all, the, all the racist stuff. Like, Surely little kids don't like racism. Like the, At the begin- yeah, yeah true. At the beginning of the film, where the, 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 the end bomb is nearly dropped and then Will Smith like punches him out. I mean, fair enough. I mean, that could have been what would have happened. Like in them days, I mean... If you get a, a, a gang of white guys from like, I think it was where did they say it was? They said that at the beginning of the film it was West Virginia. Yeah, these people are probably not going to be uh, the most enlightened of fellas, are they? But again, going back to that Django thing, if you want to make the Django film, do it, but don't make this half-assed thing of like it's for kids, but we're going to do all this vile, that's a problem, anti-disabled stuff and anti. That's a problem. <laughs> Films need to say, look, right, this is going to be just completely for adults, and we're not going to go for the audience. And this is exactly what we were talking about with Tenet and stuff like that. And it's a shame now that the, the, the British, I don't know, the, the, what, what company is it? Is it, is it like um, the BBFC. Ofsted or something like that? Or BBFC. The British Film British Board. Board of Film Classification. Yep. Well, they've decided to chop some stuff out of Tenet to make it. Because obviously with, with coronavirus, we want to get as many people into the cinemas as possible, apparently. But I mean, by, yeah. by why, why would you try and hobble a film? It's... <sighs> Jesus, but this is a perfect example for the film that we're talking about now. Like the Wow Wow West. I've got to I think this might be, might have been better if they cut all that. It might have been better. <laughs> all, that, all the racism stuff, all the homophobic so stuff, and like yeah. 
there's so much like is it uh, ableist when you're like doing jokes about disabled people yeah. there's so much ableist stuff in this there film is, it's just yeah. like yeah it's funny because he's in a wheelchair yeah, and yeah. just yeah. It's so bad, like the tone of this film. But uh, then again, having in the same breath as that, that is absolutely terrible, of course. But I did like the sort of the thing that Will Smith and the uh, the guy in the wheelchair like had, a like, yeah, a bit of like a back and forth. Like, yeah, he started. He was saying something like borderline racist, and then Will Smith had come back with like the borderline ableist shit. I mean, fair enough. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> this film came out like fucking like nineteen ninety eight or something like that. So yeah, whatever. But. But like as well, not only that, like the the weird. I mean, I'm not complaining about this, but the weird like sexual tone in the film, like mm. that bit with Will Smith in the water tower at the start of the film, like sexy. You it, you love her, don't you? Oh, You're yeah. not shut up about her the whole time. That scene is maddening because like she had really well done eyebrows. I don't think you would have done that back in the oh, day. I didn't see her eyebrows. Like, her eyebrows. <laughs> were, her eyebrows were on fleek. Like, <laughs> like her boobs are just that close to being out of the water at some point. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, again, this is a kids' film. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But sexualization of a woman is absolutely fine in a, in a kid's film. Well, in the 90s it was. Yeah, I mean, it? I wasn't complaining. It just seems a weird tone again, you know what I mean? Like for, and not only that, it doesn't like, know what it's for, doesn't it? Yeah. That Salma Hayek is off the charts. Yeah, some she's, of the in she's lovely. Uh, but as well, all of uh, Arliss Loveless's uh, assistants are all... They're all gorgeous as well. As you would say, Smoketown. Yeah, Smoketown, all, uh, as, <laughs> as, as some people would say. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my personal favourite is Miss Lippinreader. I thought mm. she was particularly good. I liked... Uh, Arj- uh, what's her, sorry, what was her name? Oh, the Amazonian woman. Amazonia. Am- is that what she's called? Yeah. Amazonia, yeah. She, uh, she was played by a model or something from the 90s. The, the lead girl's called Munisha as well, one with black hair. They all die horrible deaths. They get thrown off that spider at the they end. Do, yeah. just well, they're not the thrown off. I think the, 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 the weird guy who wears the boobs on his... They get, they get danced off. Yeah, he dances and then moves out of the way and then they throw themselves off the edge. Ah, right. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> it's suicide, if anything, really. Yeah. He's doing some weird fucking... Um, Erotic Walt, dance. Walt, Walt, Erotic yeah. waltz, you might say, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what, 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 on the, on the spider on top of the end. spider, That's where all the women fell off. Because obviously you can't hit a woman still, even though you can yeah, call a black man a horrible I word, or you can call you can take the piss out of gay people and you can be sexist. You can't hit a woman still, so... I think Will Smith actually made a joke about it, didn't he? Yeah, like, as he looks up and goes, you're... Your um, oh, your, your chivalry is being tested. Your chivalry is going to be tested, yeah, and, yeah. and then he starts dancing instead yeah. of actually in. Well, that <laughs> that actor, he just reminds me of Basil from Austin Powers or something like that. Kevin Klein. Yeah, I mean, I'll just mention this as well. I hate the whole disguise thing purely because so many films do this. The drag thing, yeah. yeah. No, the disguise of the president. It's a really funny joke because it he dis- he disguises himself as the president. And then when Will Smith comes in, it's like, oh, Smith, I'm the president. You've got to do, you're an idiot. You've got to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's so funny. Because like, when the president comes in, like, oh, it's been in disguise. It's the fucking same actor playing both parts. Of course he looks like him. Like, yeah. It's not, a good, it's not good at disguise. It, yeah. it literally is exactly the same. Yeah, the same <laughs> yeah that's right. How, how could you know? Like, they do it in Men in Black. Uh, Men in Black. Uh, Mission Impossible, the first one. Do you remember this at all in the first Mission Impossible? I've seen the film. Well, Tom Cruise gets a face mask done up to look like another guy. But he's playing the other guy. Does he have something on his neck that makes him sound the same as well? Yeah, like put little voice cords. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, there's just they show you the senator he's dressing up as, and it's just Tom Cruise with a mask on. So you're like, so you're gonna get a mask made to look like a yourself a bloke wearing you already a mask. Look like, yeah, the guy <laughs> yeah. who already looks like you, he's yeah. dressing up as you. Just cast somebody else who looks nothing like you, and then go in disguise as that. Like, this is yeah. one of the things that was reminded me of one of the films I've I've seen lately. Um, 
what was that build? The Prestige. Oh, um, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, shape shifting going on in that as well. There's there's a lot of uh, seeing people looking like other people yep. and stuff. Yep, yep. So uh, sorry, I've just got a few notes. Have you, you guys got anything else you want to mention or no, no? Just, I've got a few notes here, so I might, <laughs> I might you, just burn you, through. Oh yeah, you're you, going through you, those. You go through. Uh, let's just have a look here. So, Cuts of boobs in the water tower. Covered, covered that. <laughs> we know what John's fetish is now. <laughs> I mean. uh, the, the joke in, in the water tower, you can't just go ramming a man's personal things into holes like that. Like, because he put a bit of cloth inside the, the, the peephole, didn't he? Yeah. And again, just like, you know, to the kids film. Yeah. Uh, rude. Bit rude. Bit raunchy. Bit even like the cross-dressing and stuff. Just... It's a bit carry on, isn't it? You well, know, you just get the feeling that like they, them two really wanted to do cross dressing for this film, so they're like, make, make, put that in there. Yeah, I want to wear a woman's dress at one point. It's like you can wear a woman's dress at any time, any your own time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You can do what you want. Can't Doesn't you? have so, to be in a Hollywood movie. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it'd be easier if you just I just did it at home. We did it at home. Yeah, we have to. But just wear, just wear your there. wife's um, dress when she's when she's yeah. out. Jada's. Uh, we were talking about this stuff. I was telling like, do you have to do it in this film? Like, you not think of it. It's like we've got nothing else. We've got the ninety-four billion already. We've got nothing else we can come up with. Put the cross dressing in there. <laughs> and it's like, look, it's not only just one scene. It's like three scenes yeah, in the we'll, film. We'll do it multiple I've, times. I've, yeah, like, yeah, I feel yeah. like um, his his um, what is it? Kevin Klein is his name. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the only reason he was ever dressed up as a woman was for that one joke. Mm. That, that 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 was the entire entire reason for him. Um, being dressed as a woman, so so that Will Smith could um, yeah. drum on some drum on the titties. Yeah. yeah, again, that'll be like that'll be the the, uh, the pitch meeting. Will Smith will be like, I want a bit where I drum on a woman's breasts, and they're like, How are we going to work that in, Will? And it's like you can have this whole backstory where like you have a d- guy disguising, and I think he's in disguise. It's like, Jada's going to love Jada's going to love it. She's a freak. Like she loves like <laughs> like being people like cheating around and stuff like that. She'll love this. She'll like, be so. fine with this. <laughs> yeah, she's actually told me to put this in the film. <laughs> <laughs> This is one point about the film that, again, just like the amateurish filmmaking, they don't know how to end a scene. They're clearly, again, they're trying to come up with the story for it, and they're like, how do we get from the saloon to you to meeting the president? And they're like, oh, just have Arthur Lovelace push a, an explosive crate down, it'll blow up, and it'll cut to black, and we'll be at the president. It's just like, that's how you... That's how a child would make a film, isn't it? Yeah, that's how you're going to transition to the next scene. There's so much stuff like that, like uh, the bit where... Like, oh, you've got to get caught by Alice Lovelace, but we don't need to look like a complete fucking idiot getting caught, so how can we do it in a good way? I'm like, oh, we've got that, that gas thing, haven't we? Just set the gas off and it'll knock Oh, us my out. God. This is one of my one of my notes. Why the fuck did um, did she release a billiard ball gas? Just like... Because they had to get to the next scene and they didn't know how to do it. <laughs> That's literally it's it. literally diabolical. Yeah. Why would she... Basically, there's, there's, there's two people there willing to help her to survive... The enemy is coming, and she's like, "Do you know what I'd rather do? I'd rather just fucking press this button, knock us all out, and leave us to our own fate." I mean, she's just much as a villain. She's more of a villain. She <laughs> might be in it. She might be in on it. She might have been. She should have been. Big twist at the end. She's the bad guy. Maybe the next. Maybe they're planning on making the next one because it seemed like at the end of the film they were trying to make an next one. So she would have been like some sort of like diplomat for some sort of. They were trying to set up a sequel, uh, a franchise with this one. They like, you know, yeah. it was meant to be like the first. I'm film, so glad that didn't happen. Yeah. They ended up going back to Men in Black after this. So. <laughs> and then look what happened there with the uh, Hemsworth monstrosity. Oh, God, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's worse than this, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you can't get much worse. At least at least it looks nice. At least they had an idea with this one. It was shot on film. It looks okay. I mean, it's worth mentioning that, oh, before I go on to that, just one of the scene where, this is the worst one for me, they don't know what to do. There's a bit where 
Will Smith's fighting like a robot man for some reason. He's got like a metal head. Yeah, he's hitting yeah. him in the head and then he gives him the thing. And like they get, they get to the end, of the end of the scene and Will Smith can't beat him. So he hands him the weapon and he just malfunctions and he's like... Electric goes through his head somehow. He just like short circuits on him. It's like... Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you, you two didn't get that either. I was like, why does he short circuit that? What yeah. That did someone oh, press... Sorry, I thought you were going to say that there's a reason for it. There's not oh, a reason. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah. <laughs> did I'm, I'm someone press a button I'm, upstairs I'm, that like electric... I'm, I'm saying I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't get it either because I was watching I was like, have I missed something here? Cause, Thing like, is though, you could have such easily rectified that by just saying he hits him in the right place. A- anything would be better. Anything, anything would be better, better than that, wouldn't it? And it's just like literally like, we can't think of, oh, just fucking having, he's got a metal head, just having a short circuit. Yeah, but it would have been so much easier just Will Smith had hit him in the head one last time and it broke his head open. Just Problem like, solved. He swings for him and moves out of the way and he falls off. That, that would have been better than Problem this. solved. Like, yeah, exactly. I was going to say like, like, did I miss something where like that was electric? No, that, that's literally it. This is what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because I remember watching that. I was going, what I forgot just about that, but yeah, no, right no, that, that, that was horrible, like, that point. A symbol for this whole film of just like... Can't be asked. Yeah, just fucking having short circuit. Will Smith's not a hero. We don't have to do anything. He'll just... He could have killed him, but just short circuits. Yeah, like, oh, it makes sense. Great. That didn't make any sense. What did you think about the bit where the uh, president of the USA was putting that uh, gold um, yeah, railroad spike railroad into thing. the ground? Oh, and it kept falling out. Kept over. falling out. I don't know what they were saying. It was like, there's a train coming and stuff like that. But well, it was the spider thing, wasn't it? Yeah, or something, something. But why would you put a gold railroad spike into a railway? Because someone's just going to pull that straight out. That's anyway. a good point. I never thought of that. Like, I think yeah. it was meant to be symbolic, wasn't it? But like, it say, was supposed to be, but after you've hammered it in, did they take it back out again Like and put a normal one in? You'd be straight over that, wouldn't you? Just taking it out. Like, like, out. <laughs> How heavy was that piece? That was a fucking block of gold made out of that. And it was annoying. Think think that. <laughs> Fuck that shit. It's a good point. I've covered the disguise thing. Don't like that. Uh, jokes covered all. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! When he, he turns up and Arliss Lovelace tells him he's bringing colour to the proceedings, it's just like, oh my fucking yeah, god! Yeah. <laughs> well, then again, I think we're supposed to hate him for being a racist. Yeah. I, to be honest, with you, there's a lot of things the way I perceive this film. I know it's a bit older than conventional sort of wisdom, but. I don't know, I feel like we're supposed to think this guy's a dick. Well, to be fair, though, this isn't like me with modern day thinking. I thought this at the time when I first watched it. I was just like, wow. You don't this? say so. The monochrome events is something that he said, doesn't he? So that you make me bring some colour to this monochrome yeah, evening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't want me to be a slave to, to a slave to his something or other. Like, but oh. these were all obvious. These were over obvious digs as a laugh. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's all very racist, but I think it's kind of supposed to be because the guy would be. He was a confederate, wasn't he? Like, did and really? even his symbol, it's like a, of a spider and it kind of looks like a swastika, doesn't it, on the back wall, doesn't it? Did, yeah. he, did he do a racism about the um, Asian woman? All right. If you remember it. Well, I'm not sure. I feel, I like, feel like he might have done I feel that. like there was a racism when she was in the picture. Yeah. But I do feel, I mean, okay, I know that there are some racist things in this film, but it's not like, they're not like, it, I, I don't think they're being racist. They're being racist on purpose because he's supposed to be racist. Yeah, I know what you I mean. That's the, what they're supposed to. I'm not say, saying I, that, I don't think it's because, oh, it's a 90s film, it's racist. I think they're supposed to perpetuate in race. And you know, it, it's so much refreshing to see a film with a black man in it from the past where the where the where the where the, uh, the black person um, is not treated exactly equally because they wouldn't have done in that time, would they? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, let's say it's like the Django thing in Django. There's a lot of racist stuff. There in that is, film, yeah. But there's a point to everything, of course. And there's an audience that he's aiming that film at. I feel like this is like 
Django, if it was made on Super Nintendo instead of like PS4 or something like that, like it's like an old school version <laughs> of Django, like an eight bit <laughs> version or something. But it's like I can't get over the fact that they're doing all this stuff that wouldn't look out of place in Django. That kind of tone in a kids' film, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what like this is to sell Burger King, like you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's, and they didn't do it anywhere near as well as 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 uh, Quentin Tarantino did. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Quentin must have seen this film. He must have seen this film. He might have got um, inspiration from it. Yeah. I think, you know what, Quentin, I don't think, I'm talking like I know him now, aren't I? Yeah. I, I ah, Quentin. To, I was talking to QT the other day and he said he'd never watched yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think he mentions on the commentary for Hostel. That he, he, was in, he had involvement in Hostel, yeah, the producer. Yeah, Eli Roth's big mate. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Eli Roth was the director, wasn't he? So him and Eli Roth do the commentary for Is it? Eli Roth the... I get confused between Tim Roth and Eli Roth. Eli Roth is the director who was the bear Jew in a uh, Glorious Bastards. Yeah, yeah. And I know who Tim Roth yeah. is. And he mentions on that commentary that like there's films that he just will not watch. And I imagine this is probably one of them kind of things. Yeah. He's it's a the, snobby cunt though, isn't he? Well, I think it's one he of wouldn't eat a McDonald's, would he? He would only eat mussels from no, I, no, I, I reckon he'd, he'd chow down on the McDonald's. I think only I think, because he talks about burgers so much in his films. Yeah, that was yeah, a bad course, example. Yeah. That was a bad example. Yeah. I, 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 I think. I think this I think, is a tasty burger. I think he's just very, um, very picky with his films, isn't he? Yeah, because he's a, he's, a a a he's a film fan, isn't he? Well, I, I've got to admit, I, I am getting that way myself. Nothing to do with being snobby. I'm older than you guys. We've mentioned this a million times, but like I'm forty, and it's like. Again, I'm not trying to sound like I'm on the death's door or anything. But <laughs> You're 10 years older than me, mate. Yeah. It's fine. But it's like, in terms of time, I haven't got time anymore to be watching all I'm, the crap ones. You I'm know not what I mean? Gonna, like, I'm not going to lie to you. you. Like, um, very recently, um, I, I've started getting that way. Like, I've, like, I'm sure I've done podcasts in the past where I've spoke about a film which yeah. is abysmal. And I've been like, oh, that's a bit fun, isn't it? Hmm. Um, this is a bit but, of fun, I think, this film. But, but, like but like, lately, I'm, I'm, I, I won't give my ratings away for this film, but um, I'll talk about another film um, real quickly, which I watched recently. And past me would have had a completely different opinion. <laughs> yeah. But I watched, um, oh, bloody Ghost Rider. Oh, uh, not is that with Nicolas Cage? Yeah, I watched that not long ago. I've never watched that. And I d- and, um, <laughs> it, it poisoned my mind just by looking yeah, at the images so, from so it. So I've, I've, I've watched it. And as I say, I, it, historically, I've been quite um, lenient with movies. Is that one of the worst ones I've ever seen? Um, and, and I went on Letterboxd, and I don't, I don't put reviews on Letterboxd, but I, went, I did this one time. Yeah. I put the lowest score I could put on it, which I think was 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I put a review on it going, I only wish that I could um, give a negative review for this because <laughs> this is the worst film I've ever seen. Is it really life. bad? Yeah. It's a terrible film. <laughs> Did you not like him eating jelly babies out of like a champagne bottle? I I don't even understand that. But I feel like I need to watch this. Is it one of the worst films ever? It's actually abysmal, and like I say, it's Marvel, is it? Yeah, yeah. Historically, like I would have like film like this. I'd be like, it's a bit of fun. It's just something to watch in it. But I, I feel like I've wasted my life. Fuck! It's not even worth me watching it. No, I can't get anything from it. It's genuinely a waste of your time. At least this film we're talking about now, Men in Black, uh, Men in Black. Three, whatever it's called. <laughs> um, at least we're getting something out of it. I mean, a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> like I say, I'll watch anything for the podcast, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. In terms of my own free time, like like Nick was saying, uh, for me, it's like, even in the last five years, I've noticed that you know from like working together for like years that I used to buy anything on Blu-ray that come out on a Monday, I'd buy it pretty much. Whatever yeah, was new yeah. that week, I'd go and pick it up. 
mm. like shit like the Fantastic Four remake and stuff. <laughs> like now, the idea of doing that now is just like, A, what a complete waste of money, and B, I haven't got the time to watch the, this shit. No. Like, the Fantastic Four, I watched it in theatres and knew it was shy. Still <laughs> Which one you on about the, the one with Jessica Alba in it, you mean, or...? No, the newer one. I've not seen, seen that one. Even worse, like, yeah. Oh, the Jester album was okay. It was right, the I same as it was the same as bloody what was that superhero film? Was it the same as like one of them? The same premise as like um, like Avengers or something like that. Yeah, like a team thing, like yeah. Yeah, team. but like there's some big thing in the sky that all monsters are falling out of, aliens are coming out of. I think that might be part two that with Galactus maybe. So I watched sure. a film that was exactly the same as another film. So all, all superhero films end up like that. They're all shit. Aliens come to invade. Yeah, what, what the fuck is it with the aliens? Just keep the aliens out of it. Let's say that for another genre. Let's just have like a baddie living on Earth or something like that. Like I say, they're my favourite ones. Like Spider-Man Homecoming when it's just a, an arms dealer that he's fighting. Like, I've yeah. never seen Spider-Man Homecoming. It's good. The, like it. I imagine I probably will. Spider-Man have always been a, 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 a series of films I've enjoyed. Mm. And the cartoon one was pretty cool as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. I really like that. So just on that point, like the, like say nowadays, I'm just like, I will never watch Ghost. I've seen that a couple of times. Ghost Rider. I will never watch that film again before I die. Like, I'll be, no, I mean, this I, might as well not. This, this is what yeah. this is what I mean. I, I don't think I'd ever seen it like as as a kid or anything. Um, but I regretted putting it on so much. Like, I, I Jesus, this is the worst film ever made. Do you think? Uh, well, the, well, the thing is, like anyone who listens to this and you guys will know, I'm a Marvel fan. I like Marvel yeah. films and. And most people that listen to this and you guys... And you love Nick Cage, of and, course, famously. Uh, well, uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, but, um, but like, and you'll also know that um, I'm very lenient with pretty much any movie. I'm pretty mm. confident on a podcast in the past, I have literally spoke about a movie which is utterly awful. I've, I might have actually spoke about Fantastic Four and said it was good. Um, it Jessica was a bit Alba. Of, well, no, the new one with uh, oh, Michael yeah. J. Different. Jordan or everything. Michael J. Fox. Michael B. Jordan. Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Michael, Michael A. Jordan's new fella. <laughs> yeah, different guy. That. Um, but um, I, I might have said on the podcast that was a bit of fun to watch. Um, but oh, I've, I've just completely gotten over that yeah. that way of thinking oh. now. It's just I, I've not got the time to watch what's, crap. I'm what's the saying. newest one called with um, Nicolas Cage? The uh... the Mandy or something. Nah, it's after that. It was the. Uh, he did one called Colour Out of Space. That's the one. That yeah, have, you, have you seen it? No, it's meant to be good, though. It's, I've seen it there, but I'm just thinking, fuck, I've not, I've not really. To be fair, Mandy was class. Mandy yeah, was pretty Mandy's good. Class. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. That Colour Out of Space is like a Lovecraftian kind of thing, apparently. Uh, it, but I mean, Mandy, is it, it, it looks very similar to Mandy, doesn't it? The way it's been presented. Yeah, like a kind of 80s throwback kind yeah, of thing with yeah, all yeah. neon colours and stuff. Yeah, like, all yeah. very high contrast and stuff. Yep. Uh, have I mentioned Miss Lippin Reader? I have, haven't I? Yeah, she's have. amazing. You, yeah. you have, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just... I, you're not really shut up about her, really. <laughs> her and the uh, water, water tower girl, water tower lady. Uh, yeah, you love her. But the bit, like, even though she talks, when she's on about like, uh, we are going to Utah, you know, like, say Utah and stuff. And she says, "Ooh, I say," or something like, "Ooh, ooh, S-A, ooh, ooh, S-A. That German, yeah, very good. Loved her. Yeah, I've only got a couple more notes, but they have a lot of hotties in the film. I'll give them that. That's what I mean. That's yeah, that is something that. Gets you through the film, I think. Like, yeah. Mm. Summer Hague, she she carried it really, didn't she? Yeah. Now there's one bit here. I think you'll like the story. Have you heard about the giant mechanical spider thing with John Peters and Kevin Smith? No. John Peters is the producer of this film, who did yeah. loads of films back then. He did like, bam. I don't think. It, yeah, I think this is a Weinstein but less rapey of the day. Uh, more more weird fetishy than rapey, I think. Which I'm going to get onto now. 
he clearly had a thing for giant mechanical spiders. Uh, Kevin Smith tells a story that you'll find on YouTube. Kevin, Obscure thing to be intru- interested in. Well, he was involved in Superman Lives, which was Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Nicolas Cage <laughs> yeah. was going to play Superman. And it, it, the film went into production, they had the suit made and everything, and Kevin Smith was hired to write it because he's the comic book expert kind of thing. Mm. And John Peters, the producer, told who produced this as well, John Peters told him, uh, the only thing I'm going to demand that you put in the film is that for the fa- finale of the film... Superman has to fight a giant mechanical spider. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> Kevin Smith was like, just, why? Like, how can <clears> I fit that in? And he's like, I don't care what, anything else you do, you have to put a giant mechanical spider at the end of the film. Like, <laughs> and John Peters was adamant it was happening. And as you, can, as you can imagine, the film fell apart, like, probably because of that. Like, yeah. And uh, Kevin Smith tells it on all his tours and stuff like that this happened. And then two What's years the later, Kevin Smith heard about this film and was like, they actually did the giant mechanical spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was before. That, that was before this was made. Yeah, what yeah. before? And he's like, actually, he's got some weird fetish, and he has finally, finally realized his. his... But John Peters would have had the upper hand here because they've come to him and said, like, we want ninety-four billion dollars. We've got no film yet, but we'll yeah. do. A, we'll do a Men in Black clone. It's like perfect, but you have to put a giant mechanical <laughs> spider in there. So we got his wish at the end, and that's why it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Like, so maybe it's his fault that it was a flop. Because yeah, of that. yeah. Because of his obsession with giant mechanical spiders. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know what, I'll, put a clip, I'll try and find a clip on uh, YouTube and put it in a yeah. beep. He's like, I got some directives for you. If you're going to move forward on the process, some things I want you to do and don't in the script. He's going, three things. Okay, I said, all right. He's going, one, I don't want to see him in that suit. Two, I don't want to see him fly. And three, he's got to fight a giant spider in the third act. <laughs> I said, but the giant spider intrigues me. <laughs> why, uh, why that? And he's like, do you know anything about spiders? And I said, I mean, no. And he said, well, they're the fiercest killers in the insect kingdom. <laughs> and I was like, what's, what's that have to do with our non-flying Superman. <laughs> and he said, because there's going to be a scene in this movie, a scene that I want. When I saw King Kong when I was a kid, there's a scene where the doors open up and King Kong's revealed, and it's a real big moment. I want that moment in this movie. I want some doors to open up, but big fucking spiders there. <laughs> so I was just like, um, all right, I'll give it a shot. So I went back to Warner Brothers and sat down with them, and they said, he, uh, we heard from him, he likes you, uh, we're going to hire you, you're going to move forward. Did he bring up the spider? I said, he did. He brought up the spider. He tell you guys about the spider. Like, every day with the fucking spider. So, yeah, thing is, though, Kevin I, Smith. not the worst song I've ever seen. Okay, just got a couple of last quick notes. Uh, I noticed that the whole house was called Fat Cans. I thought that was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Again, just a weird, uh, weird reference for a kid's film. But uh, Do you guys have seen the South Park episode where... They're taking the piss out of this. No. This film. No. And like Cartman refuses to leave the house because he's too busy playing Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> With his, his turn like Clyde T. Frog into Artemis Clyde Frog. <laughs> and this thing is this little like Wild Wild West song because he loves it that much and stuff. Like no kids loved Wild Wild West. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's no. like, but yeah, I'll put that. Beep. The babysitter's here. Come on downstairs. But me, I'm playing Wild Wild West. 
I have to leave soon, Eric. But me, me and Artemis Clyde Frog still have to do our love scene with Sam and Hayek. Come down as soon as you're done. Well, I'm a badass cowboy living in the cowboy days. Thinking with his guy, yo, yo, bang, bang. Me and Artemis Clyde Frog go save Sam and Hayek from the big metal spiders. Wicked, 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 wicked cowboy from the west side. And that's my last note, I think. It's just onto the ratings after that, so... Sounds good. Uh, I, I reckon James goes first for ratings. You reckon? Yeah, okay. Let me just double check I've got all my notes. Just realised I left my phone on, so I'll just turn my phone off. Yeah. You know what, though? I've noticed we've done that before, and I think it's been fine in terms of the sound, so... But it's always good to be precautionary. Yeah. Okay, Jimbo, do you want to start us off with a rating? Yeah, I mean, are we going with the two rating systems I normally insist? Whatever you want to do, mate, it's up to you. I'm only going to do one, but if you want to do two, you I'll can do, do one, I'll do one. Two out of five. Bloody hell, that's lower than I thought. I thought you were going to give it like a four or something. Really? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Two out of five. But I think two out of, two out of five, I mean, for what this film is, that's that's. I've been generous there, I think. I think two out of five is like 20... Well, no, it's not even... What percentage 20, is it? What, how old it'd, is it? It'd be, it'd be, two out of five, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be two, two out of five, it'd be like a third. Double? Uh, no, it wouldn't be. Like one fifth, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. A yeah. fifth. 20%. Yes. No. No, 40%. 20%? If you give it two out of five, 40%. Oh, yeah, 40%. Yeah. I'm giving it 40%. We're not here for the mass, are we? No, not really. <laughs> no. But I think, I think, I think, I, think, I thought it was, it was definitely not wholesome. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, wholesome. it's the opposite of wholesome, isn't it? Yeah, it's really bad. But I think for for how shitly that it was put together and how terrible the cast was and how terrible everything else, it, I've seen worse. That's 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 like not a bad rating, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we surprised about, but I'm normally quite critical about stuff like this, aren't I? Well, you gave Batman and Robin, I think, one out of five last week. Batman and Robin is terrible. Though, I mean, it? like, I think this is pretty close to Batman and Robin, but I agree with you that Batman and Robin. I think is worse it's more like this. Batman Forever. I think it's probably in between, like, yeah. Maybe yeah. it's in between. Yeah. It's a bit worse than Batman Forever, but it's a bit better than Batman and Robin. Yeah. Well, I'm a George Clooney fan, and I wish Batman Forever wasn't as... Uh, Batman and Robin wasn't as bad as it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's my, that's my my one. Okay, two out of five. Uh, Nick, what, what do you want to go with? Uh, I don't want it to sound like I'm copying you, but... <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's, it's it's not even worth um, half marks. It's, no. it's, it's got to be less than that, so I'll, I'll go with two myself. Literally, like, when you I... You would have gone for 1.5, but because it's easy, just say two. That's what? You would have gone for 1.5, oh, but no, it's I easier saying one point. No, I said, I, I said it's not worth, like, 2.5. Right, I see. Um, um, like, it's not worth half marks, but um, it's got yeah. to be a bit less, I think. It's, it, 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 it's not... It's awful. a two out of five film. Basically, like yesterday, that's being fucking very yeah, yeah, generous. Yesterday, when I um, watched it, I was at my mum's house and I completely forgot I had to watch it, and I, and I knew I had to go to bed like in about two and a half hours time. I was like, I'm yeah. gonna have to fucking get home yeah. now, and I didn't want to watch it. Do you know what? Um, I I I'd never seen it before, but I, I I had a preconceived notion that it was a terrible film. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck's sake, I'm gonna like mum, I'm gonna have to get off." And just <laughs> yeah. like like cycled home there quickly and. Um, <laughs> And, and, and I was just sat like, oh, what is this? Yeah. And then, like, I, I, I kind of got into it. But I then, did a little but, bit. But then, then they did that joke that I was on about before, about um, um, 
was it have a breath of fresh ass or something? Oh, jeez, sure. on um, the train. That was yeah, one of the like, worst like things. That happened, and I was just like, no, I'm, off, I'm out of this now. And then it just kind of, then giant mechanical spiders happened. And like, even that joke, you, you can tell that them two doing that joke are embarrassed doing it. No, like, exactly. yeah, we know this is shit. Both of those actors try and sell it. Absolutely yeah. hate the fucking yeah. script, don't they? Kevin Klein looks so uninterested in this film. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I've, and that and that um, bit with the uh, Wamsy with the um, ass out that, like that was a not, very no I mean no one's complaining that, that, about it as well, such not, but not what complaining the fuck? but it was so cheap that that that, yeah. that 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 was almost like they were trying to make it like for a young boy it's like, that's a young boy's yeah, joke that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. then again I still feel like a young boy it <laughs> made me feel like a young boy again but yeah. there was there was a bit where they were at the train tracks and she was at the side um, Penelope Cruz or whatever her fucking name is. <laughs> And, um, and, and and as the train went away, like her blouse became ripped off, and she just had like, these giant titties out and stuff. And I was like, "What the fuck, man?" If I was the way, if I was watching that with my mum or something like that, I'd be like, "Oh, I'd be so embarrassed." I'd be like, "Oh, she's got a tits." Well, this is out. what I mean. Like kids will be watching this in the theater with the mums. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, just like, don't, don't look at that. Like, yes. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that, should you? No, <laughs> terrible. Like there's just to go off topic for a minute, but I remember watching The Mask for the first time when I was 13, yeah. I think. Yeah. 1995, was it, The Mask? No, I think it was... 93? 94. 94. So I might have been 14, maybe depends when it came out that year, but I think yeah. it was, might have been 14. But I watched that with mum and my sister. And there's a bit in that when Cameron Diaz turns up and like deliberately sh- like got her boobs out and stuff and it's just like, fuck it. I know, it's like, <laughs> You do the popcorn trick on yourself then when yeah. you're in the cinema. So I'm just going to go and pull some uh, salted popcorn out of my bell. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, Cameron Diaz in the mask. She, she was amazing in that. But uh, get, sorry, mate, what did you give the, the rating in the end? I, I, I went with the same as James, two, two out of five. Okay, okay, okay. You've, you've said anything you want to with the film, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Covered everything. I'll jump in then if that's okay. Uh, you mentioned Sam Hayek's bum. And yeah. like, that's going to that. that. play in my rating, definitely. This that has film, added something to it, if, if anything, really, hasn't definitely it? Definitely. Added a yeah. half a star. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's getting a zero out of five for me. Completely worthless. Like, complete yeah. waste of time. Racist. The most racist, homophobic ablest Terrible. film I've ever seen I think absolutely yeah. shockingly shockingly bad for yeah. a kids film that's the, the thing it's with kids film anyway. yeah that's actually we've got, we've got to consider that haven't we because it is supposed to be a kids film you shouldn't be exposing you because I, I mean I was a kid then I mean I've not come out as a racist homophobe but people <laughs> could have because of that couldn't they so I, I mean official rating is 0 out of 5 but Sam Hyatt's bum is getting a 0.5 star bump yep uh, that Water Tower Girl's boobs is getting a 0.5 star bump yep. And Miss Lip and Reader is getting a 0.5 star. What, that's a 1.5 1. star. 1.5 out of 5. Fair yeah, enough. So. Can't argue with that, can you? Yeah, not bad. Uh, not, could have been worse. Could, could have been, been a lot been. worse. Thank you very much. <laughs> so they've really uh, bumped it up for me there. So, yeah, 1.5 out of 5. Yeah, 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 like yeah. That, <laughs> Very, very clever of you, I thought. <laughs> I'm talking about these like childish jokes in the film, and I just <laughs> go and do that. This is a kid's oh, film. Oh, I fucking hate them childish jokes, mate. <laughs> yeah. How much better one. was Men in Black than this film, though? Oh, this, like, is what, this is what I mean. Like, so much better. This is why I think it's so worthless. Like, Men in Black is great. Yeah. It's like the same cast. The Who same directed talent. Men in Black? Same guy, Baron Sonnenfeld. Fuck. This is what I mean. Like, it's like. Is he dead now, or is he just completely not? No, his, his career's dead. Yeah. The last film he did, I think, was that Nine Lives film where Kevin Spacey plays a cat. Do you remember that? Oh, Fuck God, yeah. No, I think I've that never was Baron Sonnenfeld. That. He plays a cat. What? 
he voices a cat in it. Oh, yeah. oh. he's a, a businessman in the film. And, and he gets put into a cat's body. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then is it oh. Christopher Walken or something? Yeah, he's in it. This sounds like a kind of film I'd enjoy. You know, it's yeah, but, well, you like Christopher Walken's like like a wise old dude or something. I think so. What's the name of this yeah. film? Sorry, I think it's Nine Lives. Is that no. right? Nine Lives. Yeah, Four. but like Baron Sonnenfeld did before this, The Adams Family, great. Adams Family Values, great. He did uh, Get Shorty, great. Yeah. Did Men in Black, great. Then after this, it was all a shit show. He had no other opportunities after this. You know who he was before he did Adam's Family? He was the uh, cinematographer for the Coens. Fucking hell. He's got talent, you know. So he was actually doing cinematography for like up until what, 1997 or something early, like that? Well, early 90s. So he, did far, he must have done Fargo then? No. Yeah, that's Roger Deakins, isn't it, I think? Yeah, I'm not sure. Roger Deakins is obviously a brilliant cinematographer. I think he took over after Sonnenfeld left to do Adam's Family, and after that he was just a director. He might as well just keep Roger Deakins for the rest of his life, because he's one of the best cinematographers. He's one of the, alive. right up there, isn't he? One of the yep. best, yep. Yeah, so we're, we're all done with Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, we'll end that there. Okay, that was Wild Wild West. Uh, we'll move on to what we've watched, if you're okay with that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, Nick, do you want to kick us off? Yep, we've... I'll, I'll, I've got like hundreds of them, John. Honestly, I'll be here all night. Oh, oh, oh Jimbo, have you got that? <laughs> <laughs> I watched Burn After Reading the other day. Oh, okay. Burn That's After Reading. Film. Burn After Reading, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my favourite place in the world and also my favourite film. Is that, that that's a really Coen Brothers? That's Coen Brothers. It is, yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Quite a good cast for this one, actually. It's uh, amazing. Uh, Francis McDormand as well. Francis McDormand, John Malkovich. George Clooney. George Clooney. Um... Love it, absolutely. Is John Turturro in this one? I think he might be. I don't know. Is he he Jesus? He's the Jesus, isn't he? Yeah, from Big Lebowski. Yeah, could be right, maybe. Yeah, watch that one. Watch the fuck out of that. What do you think? Brilliant film. But I watched, I watched it maybe ten years ago or something like that. I watched it when it first came out. Yeah. But I remember thinking, oh, it's it's only a short film. It's like an hour and a half long. And I was like, I don't want to watch that again. But I watched it again, and I'm I'm so happy that I did. I think it's good, but it's like one of them where the Coens do like I think like good and bad ones. Yeah, it's it's like like, wine, isn't it? They have a good year and a bad year or whatever. Well, it's almost like they intentionally do it this way. They make these like amazing groundbreaking films, but then they're like, fucking, that was hard work. We just do like a daft comedy for like next year, isn't it? And like they're still good, still good films. Like Big Lebowski is a daft comedy, isn't it? But obviously, I'd put that as a groundbreaking film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, like Burn After Reading was kind of like the joke film in between, like yeah. uh, No Country for Old Men and yeah. True Grit. I think they're some two serious are, ones. I think I mean, True Grit was a remake anyway, wasn't it? But yeah, it's good that one. True yeah, Grit. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I love, love True Grit. But like they did a. Hail Caesar, you know that one. I've never seen oh, that yeah, one. Yeah. It's good, but it's again, it's one of the jokey ones. Like as if like they just thought it was intense after doing whatever they did. The last. Yeah, I think it was a that you and Lewin Davis film, like inside Being... Lu- inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, and that's amazing. Yeah, then they went, oh, God, that was hard work. Let's do a daft comedy with Channing Tatum and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And I thought I, I still liked it, but you know they do like these high class films. And yeah, they do, like daft comedies kind of thing. That's, that seems like what the dynamic is, isn't it? What's your highlight of uh, Burn After Reading? I think it was probably uh, George Clooney shooting... Um, John Malkovich. Uh, no, no, he shoots... Um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's in the face. That's true. I forgot about that, but that's Brilliant. But he rolls yeah, out I the closet. I was not expecting that. Like, yeah. I was literally not expecting that to happen. He rolls out the closet of my favourites, the, uh, the unveiling of George Clooney's uh, giant cock machine. To, uh... Oh my God, <laughs> that is fantastic. Clooney and... Um... 
and Pitt are in this together. They yeah. are, but they never come into contact with each other in the I whole gonna, I was going to say, like, don't yeah. they historically not like each other? I don't think so. I I think b- what, I, what I heard is that they were dead good mates and they kind of fell out over a woman. Whether that kind of kind of put brush that aside now, but apparently like they did have a falling out over someone. So I was gonna say when this was made, it was like in the middle of the oceans movies being made. So I imagine back then. Oh, is in oceans are they both in oceans films? Yeah, they're the main two guys in the oceans films. They're both cool guys, aren't they? So So I've never seen any of the oceans films, so would I appreciate them, you think? I think you'd love the first one. Would I? Yeah, Ocean's Eleven. Again, we were talking before about like having time to watch a film. I think the first one's the only one worth bothering with. And I think you'd, you'd okay, you the first one. I've cool. never seen the Ocean. It's so good, Ocean's Eleven. It's yeah. really, really good film. So that, yeah, that's that's a series, or at least one of the films, anyway. That I've always thought like I should just give that a go because it's apparently. Quite Have you a seen good... Ocean's Eleven? I've never seen. I've anything. never seen it never either. Seen anything, yeah. no. What a strange! It's a very famous film, isn't it? What a strange film for us not to have seen. But yeah, two like two isn't great, and three is better. But is it... if you've got to watch one, watch is the it Ocean's one kind of thing. Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen. Yeah, and then what's the newest one with the ladies in Ocean's Eleven again? Eight. Oh, is it? Eight? Also, yeah, Ocean's Eight. Yeah, <laughs> is that is that like who is in that? Sandra Bullock, uh, Kate Blanchett. Rihanna, really? Rihanna, yeah, Rihanna. Interesting, but no. Anne Hathaway, right? I can't think of the other. So it's a big now, female cast, like like these huge. Apart from Rihanna, I mean, who gives a fuck about Rihanna? Sandra Bullock's, I think, George Clooney's sister from the, the other films. So, have, have you never seen Rihanna in Battleship though? I've never Class seen that. <laughs> yeah, great Battleship. Yeah, Shyronny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Shyronny. So <laughs> she was in Shyronny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, have you not seen Battleship's class film? Great, Pete Berg, great film. Yeah. But Rihanna, I think Rihanna's genuinely like pretty good. Like, yeah, in, in, she's actually okay. She's been in another film, hasn't she? What was the other film she's been in? Ocean's Eight. Oh, I think she's Battleship. literally. I, I think she's know. literally been in them two films. <laughs> <laughs> she's. She should stick to being a musician, shouldn't she? She was in Bates Motel, but I've not seen that yet. When she's in no. it, but she? yeah, she plays a uh, Marion Crane, who's the the blonde from the original Cycle film. Yeah. It's weird that she's getting into acting now. Yeah, I, yeah. The, the, like Lady Gaga's doing it, isn't she? I think she's doing a bit of a better With, uh, job. That 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 TV series, American. Well, she 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 was obviously in um, that American one Haunting Brad, in London. Or she was in that one with Brad Pitt not long ago. Not Brad Pitt, uh, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Star oh yeah, Star, Star is born. Born. But that makes sense. It's a musical themed film. But like she she's what she, was that? That was it. Was like a. American haunting, whatever it's American called. American horror star. Yeah, whatever. She 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 was in that. Yeah, she was classing that. To be fair, sounds shit. That program. <laughs> You're not a fan, are you? No, and it sounds similar to that program that you tried to get me to watch as well, JT. The haunting of Hill House. Yeah, fuck was. that shit. Oh, there's a there's a new there's season. No, there's not there's no similarities between. There's that absolutely shows. really. Oh, there's yeah, absolutely no. nothing. Which one's better? I'd say the haunt. I don't like American Horror Story. I like the Haunting of Hill House. I thought it was diabolical that program. Oh, what? You, you actually tried to watch it, didn't you? I is tried. It, I give a it a good go. There's a season two that's coming out in like a month. I'd rather haunting in my hands haunting and clap. Of Blind Manor. Yeah. The Haunting of Blind Manor. Blind Manor. <laughs> I'd rather, I, wish, I wish to be blind, so I have to. Not fucking blind. Bly. Well, I don't know what that means. So. <laughs> it's the name of the manor. Okay. Well, there's, there's, there's no joke I can make from that. So <laughs> it's funny. I was just talking about this with my sister the other day. I feel like that will be a case of like True Detective series two. They try and copy the format, and it, it's just shit. And, <clears throat> and we were talking about it because of American Crime Story series two of that. They tried to copy oh. the format. And did, it, um, it's shite. Oh, what was it now? It's did the Gianni Versace. Yeah, Versace. Uh, sorry. Um, 
True Detective. That's the series. That I, I, it's the next thing see, I need to watch. Season, you need to see the first one. Season, oh, yeah. season one is definitely like, if not the best, one of the best seasons of television you can watch. Everybody yeah. said this. Everybody it's, it's, it's I've spoken to has incredible. said Incredible. Season two, like... Matthew McConaughey and... Um, um, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. What a like, great season, combo. What a like, sudden combo. Season two, the... Um, like, I enjoyed it when it was coming out. I, I think I lied to myself a lot, to be honest, but I was enjoying it, like, the entire way through. And then and then season three came out and I hated it. But. Yeah, I think tried, they tried to copy the format of series think, one, and it's like, why even bother? I think like I think I lied to myself for season two because, like, I, I wanted to like it that much that I just tried. But it's a it's a it's a season about trains. What was that? You about? remember the time I watched it all, didn't I? And I fucking hated it from every episode. I was like, what the fuck is this about trains? Well, Genu- genuinely, right? The like se- Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> the, the, the plot of series two is about the the crime underworld of the uh, U.S. transport system. It's just like. That sounds miserable as fuck, doesn't it? Series 1 is about this, like, fucking mental, godlike serial killer. And then Series 2 is about the transport system. And it's just... Fucking hell. Genuinely, it's just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, watch Season 1. Love it. Don't watch any of it because it'll ruin your uh, your perception of it. I'll watch Series 1. So, I've seen Burn After Reading. What was the other film I've watched then? Big Lebowski. We've already spoke about this. We've already spoke about this quite heavily, I think. I get the feeling that you like... Burn after reading more than the Big Lebowski from the way you were talking. No, about. no, no, not whatsoever. I love the Big, Big Lebowski. Big at least twice as Has, good. Have Have either of you seen what is it, the Jesus one, whatever it's called, the new one? No, no, I no, haven't. No, but it's not the Coens, is it? No, but it's, it's a series, it is, as well, it's, isn't it? It's not a no, film. it's a film. But oh, is it? But it's, it's, it's the only, Jesus. The, it's only John Turturro that's yeah. come back yeah. into it, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like the idea of doing spin-offs from like stuff no, like that. No, not from unless it's the actual people who did the first film. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's not even the Coen Brothers. It's not worth it. I've not seen it, but I imagine it's funny. Watch it now. I'm slagging off without having seen it. It's probably like a five-star film or something. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Maybe it's worth. Maybe that's something we can touch on next time. Yeah, give it a watch. Um, the next film. Well, that sorry, on the Big Lebowski though. See, you love it, yeah. Love Big Lebowski. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, great film. Like the bit where uh, Donny gets. Well, I was gonna say get killed. He dies from a heart attack, doesn't he? Mm. And after the funeral, do you remember this where John Goodman has his ashes in, a, in an urn? The, 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 the and on the cliff, cliff side, and the wind blows it back in the deep. <laughs> yeah. like, it's fucking perfect. I'll never get that's tired a, of watching that. E- like we get an English comedy, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Just the look on the dude's face when he's just like, "You fucking idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> John Goodman's fucking like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, dude." Like, <laughs> <laughs> just but genius. I, I know what he means. Like when, when the dude says, "Like the rug really tied the room together." Like we yeah, all yeah. have something in our house. It's like. It's not our favourite thing in the world, but it tied the room together. It's the little together. detail in it, the little yeah. detail that you need to kind of thing. Yeah, really, totally. Absolutely brilliant. Um, the next time I watched was Short Circuit. Ah, oh, Steve Guttenberg and Ali Sheedy. Is she in this, Ali Sheedy? Oh, I'm not sure who From The Breakfast is. Club. Yes, she is. And she's absolutely adorable in it as well. Yeah, she's dead nice, yeah. isn't she? Ali? Yeah, absolutely lovely. She's a bit annoying in the film at some point, but like you always get like like nostalgic feeling back for her, and she's like, oh, she's actually that cute. And to be fair, she she does the role really well, and she's smart. Literally, she's she's believable. She's believable in that film. I love Steve Guttenberg as well. I think he's a class comedy actor. Which uh, one's he? The bloke with the curly hair from like Police Academy and stuff. I've never seen that. You are what? Police Academy is amazing. Yeah. Is it worth me watching Police Academy? Probably not. No, <laughs> but I, I love it though. Police Academy. Um, oh. And then there's the, the other guy. This is so fucking racist. Oh, uh, what's he called? He married Michelle Pfeiffer. He's Fisher. white. Fisher. 
Fisher Stevens or something. Dude is white and he's, and he's he plays acting, an Asian guy. He plays an Asian guy. He literally has the same voice as Apu from The Simpsons. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mr. Mr. Simpson. Literally, it's literally exactly like that way. I, I, I wish I could get his name right. Have you got your phone on there, Nick? I think it's like Fisher Stevens or something. So is this um, Short Circuit? Yeah. And he married Michelle Pfeiffer. It's like, how the fuck did you get Michelle Pfeiffer? Like, he was such a weeby actor as yeah, well. So Michelle Pfeiffer was like nerd, smoking as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like I say, though it was a thing at the time. Maybe there's hope for us dweebs. Have you seen Short Circuit 2? I've not, but that's when that's next on my list. He's the main guy, isn't it? He comes back as the no, main character. Yeah. Well, actually, like, actually, they couldn't afford to get Steve Guttenberg back. No, so. no, no. Did you say Fisher Stevens? I think so. But then again, he's in it. Is that him then? Yeah, Fisher Stevens. He plays, yeah, that's he him. plays Ben Jabitia. I think yep. as a kid, though, <laughs> I think as a kid, I must have watched Short Circuit 2 more than I watched Short Circuit 1 because I didn't remember anything for Short Circuit 1. But I have more memories of Short, short Circuit 2. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not. I'm, I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to re- relive my childhood again. I think it's like Johnny Five in New York Part 2. John, he wasn't called Johnny Five in the first one, was he? He was called Johnny Five in the second one. Oh, I thought it was called Johnny Five. Johnny Five is alive! Yeah, that's the second one. But at, at the end of the first one, he says, I, I, I don't like my name. Can you call me something more human? Or something? I don't know. Oh, I don't so like, right at the end of the sec- of the first film, they call him Johnny Five. Right, so right. Johnny Five is alive is like more the sequel. So that must be why I remember that. Yeah. Um, right, okay then. So the next film I watched was Paddington. I've seen Paddington. Another, another child-friendly film. Oh, yeah. Brilliant it, film. Was it a sequel that came out to that recently? So that's yeah. like, what's it, 2018? And the sequel wasn't even that bad. I've, I've, okay. I've, not, I've not seen either of them, but yeah. so, so this is the first one that came out in like yeah. 2018 or something. I think the first yeah. one was like 2015, maybe. Oh, yeah. Really? It's, it's a good I think few years old. was 2017, I think. Yeah. I think, anyway. Really? God, I think so. Paddington, you know what I mean? That was actually a class film, I thought. I like it. Yeah. It looks like they've tried to copy like a Wes Anderson kind of style. Like everything's very, yeah. very coloured and stuff. And yeah. And the way that, especially this film, is that with some of, some of the, uh, the way that the house was dressed up, obviously it was a really cool looking house yeah. that they had. And the, the, the actress that, that's played, that plays the mother, I can't remember her name. Oh God, I can't think of the mother, but Nicole well, Kidman is the bad guy, isn't she? She is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And She's the guy brilliant. from Downton Abbey is Hugh Bonneville. He's the uh, like the dad. Hugh of the Bonneville family. is the dad. Yeah. And also, again, we were talking to you before about the Scottish maniac, Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi <laughs> is the um, he, he's the friend of or oh, the neighbour. He's the neighbour. Yeah, yeah. Because again, like obviously, this is how the street actually looks, but. The street they live on, Paddington, it's all like coloured houses in London. Exp- fucking millions, hundreds. Of, I don't know how. I don't know how much they would cost those houses. Like yeah. they are some swanky fucking houses. Especially they're in London as well. Aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's like Paddington. high class London. Like Paddington imagine having a spiral street, wooden yeah. staircase in your house. I mean, you're yeah. talking crazy money for that place. These are these are not working class people, are they? But like those houses being coloured like that, that's like Wes Anderson's wet dream, that kind of thing. Like mm. All these pastel coloured houses kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. He probably lives there. He's probably got one of them. Yeah, he probably jizzes upon them. Yeah, often. daily, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paddington, great film. I think when it comes to kids' films, they've done a really good job of, uh, of, of, of reimagining that. Paddington, great film. Uh, one last film I want to talk about before, like, other one game yeah. game night I watched that the other I night. watched game night the other night did you it was four quid on iTunes no for, for, for the 4K version so I bought it it was on Netflix I think on Netflix or Amazon I can't that, remember the, 
Um, who's in that? Jason Bateman. I was going to say, Bateman. is it Jason Bateman? I mean, yeah. I've never been a massive fan of him, but oh, I think he's. Class. I've seen so many films that I love that he's in. I think he's class. He Jason Bateman. Yeah, like, yeah, he's, he's, he's actually like obviously like Game Night. He was he, he did um, the Horrible Bosses. He's good in there. Yeah. Great. Well, what I think the director film. of this wrote Horrible Bosses one and yeah. two. Oh, really? It's very. It reminds me of Horrible Bosses, and it yeah. reminds me of Were the Millers as well. Like both of those two films. Yeah. And I think the director's only other film directing was a, a film called Vacation from about five years ago. It was like a reboot of the old Vacation film. I've never seen that. I've got it on Blu-ray and never watched it. But now, not, now that I love this one, I might go back and watch it. Again. It's not Jason Bateman that one, though, is it? No, me? it's the uh, um, Stew from The Hangover. Yeah, that guy. It was guy. in the, the American office and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't think what it's called now. Okay. Ed, Ed Helms? Ed Helms, yeah. that's it, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was pleasantly surprised by Game Night. I loved it's it. Okay. Like, I watched it before, but it came out. Bought it on 4K. It might be a bit of a 4K bump, maybe. Yeah. But I was well into it again. Like, I was like, yeah. this is really funny. Like, if I, I you're like, on your own, you're bored. Is this, right, I, I know I've seen it, but is this the one where um, at the end of it, like, there's a bad guy? Um, it's uh, Dexter. Dexter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael yeah. C. Hall. Michael yeah, C. Hall, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He just yeah. turned up randomly. <laughs> I thought Honestly, was, I think this is, might be the point where he's ravaged by cancer or something like that. Looked he really looked, thin, he looked really thin. Because in Dexter, he's kind of a chunky guy. Like, uh, yeah, he's in, built and he's like... He's yeah. quite, quite like, henching in Dexter. Michael C. Hall. Did he die? No, he's not died. Oh, no, no, he, he had, had cancer. cancer. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah he had yeah. cancer, but I'm not sure on the timescale or anything like that. Yeah. I, I, like, years gone by, I considered him my favourite actor because I thought he was incredible. Dexter's what? fucking fantastic. and I, I've, I've got a lot of time for... Have you seen him pe- perform... Um, what's his name? That fucking um, ground control to Major Tom... No. no, Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall is a singer, apparently, as well. And he's done some sort of um, David Bowie um, tribute. tribute. And honestly, it's so good. Oh, right. Michael C. Hall is an amazing singer. And I highly recommend it. If you type in Michael C. Hall, David Bowie on Google or YouTube or whatever, and you can watch videos, it's actually really good. Okay. Like, he's one of those actors that I've always liked. He's always been dead talented. He was good in that... Uh, Six feet under before I was say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, this He is, played this, a gay guy in that program. This, yeah, this, yeah. this is why I, I consider like I held him so highly in like um the actors I liked because yeah. uh I watched Six Feet Under and then I watched him in that and like I'd never before seen two actors do two different roles and not ever think crossover kind of thing like and yeah. not think of him as it being in that like, yeah. yeah yeah like like that's the first time I've ever actually seen an actor I'm like wow I, I don't even consider him as this guy like I've I've watched four seasons of him doing this and I don't even think of him doing that now I'm watching Dexter yeah and then obviously he did that um, one with um um oh, what's his name now um Gerard Butler is it? Gerard Butler Gamer Gamer yeah I mean he's that. he's okay in it uh but that film's pretty turd, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen what's that one about the moon or something like that? The, uh, moon, something of the moon, and it's Michael C. Hall's the main bad guy in it. He's a good bad guy in it. I don't know. There's I a Netflix know. movie. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's done like a Netflix TV show as well, anyway. Oh, but this ne- honestly, this Netflix film is worth watching, and it's called In the Shadow of the Moon or something like that. Right. Have you so that's Michael C. Hall. Yeah, I've but heard of it. He's but... not the main guy in it, but he's like the main bad guy in it or something like that. Definitely worth a watch. I'm sure I've spoke about it in another pod. Right. In the Shadow of the Moon, I believe it's called. But it's highly worth a watch, in my opinion. But like with Michael C. Hall, I know obviously cancer's kind of got in the way a bit for him. But yeah. I think he's recovered now and he's healthy. Yeah, no, I think he's fine now, yeah. But he's one actor that I always thought, like, why hasn't he, like, been bigger than he, he's become? That's exactly right. Dexter was his most famous role, wasn't yeah. it? 
It's just like he's way more talented than just TV shows yeah. kind of thing. Listen to his voice, mate. If you listen to the the David Bowie thing, he's he's got really he could be a singer as well. Yeah. Yeah. But so just a couple of things on game night as well. I love like the bit where Jason Bateman gets shot in the arm, like uh, yeah, by his wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She drops the gun. <laughs> Who is his wife? Is that Jennifer Garner? No, it's uh, Rachel McAdams. Oh yeah, mean I thought it was Jennifer Garner. Oh, I love Rachel McAdams. Yeah, yeah she was the bitchy. Yeah. She was the bitchy one from uh, Mean Girls. The main, yeah, the, main the main Mean Girl. Yeah, the yeah, main yeah. Mean Girl. Yeah. No fuck, I, I, I genuinely didn't. I thought it was like. I thought I did. I thought recognised it, but I didn't know where it was. I thought it was Jennifer Garner or someone. Yeah, just, what did I just call her? Rachel McAdams. That's it. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, yeah. But like the bit where she accidentally shoots him, and he then trying to co- like cover it up, gets it all over the policeman. It's like t-shirt. the dog and stuff. And then on the dog, the dog sprays it everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's brilliant. That, that's a class scene. Like, yeah, I think it's brilliant that film. Isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. And just the bit where they come to like kidnap his brother and they all think it's part of the game now, kind of thing. Yeah, all just yeah. sat there eating chips and dips. And like, oh, it's pretty good. Like, oh, rough him up really good for, yeah, <laughs> for me. Yeah. Do you not think they'd be like, they're, not, they're fighting they're, them with a knife. They're like. not arse, them people. They're fucking psychopaths, sort of thing. <laughs> oh, I love game night. It gets better every time I watch it. The first time I watched it was a couple of nights ago and I was genuinely surprised. I was yeah. really happy with that. And it's got Meth Damon as the uh, neighbour player. It has got girl, Meth yeah. Damon. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, well, he's, Who the hell's Meth he's, Damon? He's, he's, he's fat Meth Damon, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you watched Breaking Bad? Uh, only like the first two series. <clears throat> oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. He's in the like the later seasons. And he's called Todd, and he looks. He's the spitting image of Matt Damon. Oh, they so, call him Meth Damon. So, in the program, so, so, do well, they? no, no. But everyone calls him Meth Damon because <laughs> he looks like right. Matt Damon, but just sells meth yeah he is a class oh. actor though Jesse Plemons but like everyone just calls him meth, meth Damon, Damon. Mm-hmm. what a horrible thing yep uh, and other than that I think the last film I want to talk about is The Prestige oh okay I, I the I, Nolan I, masterpiece no no <laughs> I did, it's one of, his, one of his worst isn't it no this is my favourite Nolan film yeah, it's Genuinely. definitely not one of his worst the machine you like it more than The Machinist yeah I'm not a big fan of The Machinist no. it's okay The Machinist I'd compare it to The Machinist it was a good first time watch but once you know the twist it's kind of like or Memento Memento's really good I'd probably rate this higher than Memento uh, The Machinist you'd rate higher than this no I'd probably rate this higher than um, the Machi- I love Machinist as well but I think this is better than that mm. Machinist is okay this is on the same level, I'd say. Uh, but he's, he's changed. He's, cha- he's changed the way he, the way he makes films, hasn't he? Though this is the thing. Like when you look at the Prestige now compared to the other stuff he's made, it just feels like it's from a different filmmaker. I think mm. a lot of it, yeah. kind of thing. But I love it. I love uh, the whole twist. Spoilers, but yeah, the whole twist with Christian Bale is yeah. so obvious. It and is. I, and I didn't see it the first time. What? what I was 25. John, literally, I've seen this film before and I still didn't know until right at the end. Yeah. Oh, it's the same fucking guy. I I didn't get it until the end. And they literally (laughs) spell it out for you with the birds in the start of the film. Like one bird gets killed and the other bird lives and that's the trick. Like you have to kill a bird to do it. That's so Nolan that, isn't it? They spell it out for you and I still didn't see it. I I was a schmuck. The whole thing of like one bale hates, well does it hate Scarlett Johansson? One bale doesn't like Scarlett Johansson and the other one loves her. Yeah. And he well, said, they have to like, pretend to love her to and he said film. and she said I actually looked at Emily and was like she was like oh it makes it so much better when you when you actually mean it and I looked at Emily and was like if you say something like that to me you're a fucking nut job and she <laughs> and actually said like no people shouldn't be thinking like that <laughs> that's not normal <laughs> is it but like oh David Bowie what do you think of David Bowie in that brilliant film? it's great Nicola Tesla 
But even though you kind of even that though with all the all the it didn't really happen in real life, did it? That obviously, I mean, Nikola Tesla. I mean, I mean, he did. Was it France they went to to or Switzerland? Where they Switzerland, met I believe. He did go to Switzerland, didn't he, to like yeah. live in exile or something? Yeah. And he was a mental scientist. I mean, he didn't create a cloning machine, but... And what I loved about it was that they were saying about... Um, it was a guy who supposedly invented a light bulb. Oh, my God. Is it Edison? Edison? Edison, yeah. Thomas Edison. Apparently, in real life, he didn't actually... If, if, if well, he stole a lot of Tesla stuff, didn't he? If my kids... If I ever have kids one day, and my kids say, who invented the light bulb? I'll say Nikola Tesla. Because <laughs> he wasn't fucking Thomas Edison. Because he was a... He was just basically like a charlatan who would steal information as best he could. And he had his own fucking well, like gang who went round and shit like that. This I, I, is true. I, I don't think it's like like this is true. It's not. It's not. It's not that like he 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 muscled in and stole his things. He was literally like funding his stuff, so he was able to like got the patents on it. Kind of yeah, thing. Like, yeah, literally because he was a scrub. Because, though, because, because he? no, he's, he's a bit of a scrub, but like um, because because he was basically funding all his projects. He, he had claim on him, like, because it was his money paying for but it. But then when people say, who invented light bulb, people say Thomas Edison. No, exactly, exactly. So, like, it... He be- didn't? No, no, exactly. But because because it was built under Edison's roof and with his money, then he, he gets that claim. That's so American, that, isn't it? I know. I mean, I, I, I don't agree with it in the slightest. What a piece but, um, of shit. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a massive fan of Tesla. Um, Me too. I've, I've, Not but, a fan of Edison, though. He's, he can burn in hell but, for all um, I like <laughs> Which but, is probably where he is now, if, if you believe in if you believe in Catholicism. <laughs> but, but, Plagiarism but, yeah. is, does, not, does not go but, down but, yeah, well. But, I mean, I, I don't agree with it, but there's definitely reasons behind him um, claiming... Like, there's a lot of stuff he's, uh, he of, of Tesla's that he claims for his own. True. Room, so. But it reminded me in some ways of, like, um, you know, like, um, Quentin Tarantino's stuff, like, um, the World War Two shit, like, shooting Hitler in the face. It's like... Oh, having, like having an alternate history. It's yeah, like an yeah. alternate history, isn't it? Because this yeah. film, obviously, is not set within the boundary of possibility, is it? That's the one, like, little criticism I will accept leveled at it, that it... It's a bit fucking ridiculous, the actual concept of yeah. cloning and stuff, but I'd just go with it. Cause oh, it's, for, it's not... What, I, would, I, I wouldn't go with it if they didn't show you in the first frame of the film. The, sh- the film starts with a shot of loads of top hats. Yeah, like, yeah. It's that's like they've fucking, literally showed you, they've showed you the twist. They like, have, but that's so sick because yeah. we didn't expect it. We didn't, still didn't see it coming. It's the whole magic thing of this show you have. This, this, you show the hand. Yeah. And then show you how they do it or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine it's I'm got some sort of special fucking significance, hasn't it? But I do think it's pretty cool. And I um, forgot what I was going to say. Then. Sorry, as well. That's the thing. There's two twists in it. Like it's the fact that there's the Bale thing. How is Bale doing what he does? And it's fucking the twins. It's just really <laughs> is. What well, do you know? It's obvious. There's two of them. Like they're identical twins. Well, not twins. Are they the, the clones? Really, aren't they? No, no. Bales are just twins. Oh, are they? Yeah, Christian Bale is just born identical twins. Oh, yeah. They've grown yeah. up and that's how they do their trick. And that's why... And that's why when Wolverine, he didn't understand how it could he work. Couldn't, that's, that's what drove him mad. I, right, he looked, I know what you mean. He got Tesla to develop the cloning thing for him. Mm. And that's why it all goes pear-shaped at the end. So why would... But like I said, it's too, the twist of the twin thing at the end. Like, it doesn't what? make sense, does it? Well, no, I, I think it does. Like the twin thing, you're like, of course, it's the fucking twins. Like They've spelled it out for you. But then at the very end, you find out how Jackman's doing it and he's done the cloning thing and it's like, they even spelled that out for you. Yeah, but I mean, hasn't uh, David Bowie been in contact with fucking uh, the guy who isn't Wolverine? No, see, that that's part of the... They led... I mean, I'm, I'm pulling it from like about 10-year-old memory, but I'm sure they led Hugh Jackman 
to believe that, to waste mm. his time. But they didn't realise that Tesla was on the verge of actually developing a cloning machine. Right. So it kind of backfired on by doing that. What are the odds of them just going <laughs> yeah. to the same guy that just so happened to perfect? Well, I think they knew he was developing stuff like that, Stupid. but they just thought he'll never do it kind of thing. Yeah. Let's let's lead Hugh Jackman on a like a down the garden path, send him off there while we're uh, the big magic, the big magic act in London kind of thing. How insane that they're, 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 they're fighting over something so really minuscule when really they could just like put what they should do is just put money in the middle of that machine and just duplicate that instead. That would be so much better, wouldn't it? Is it not like, oh, no, it's not organic matter, is it? They do it with the hearts, don't they? They clone the hearts. You do whatever you want. Yeah. Problem solved. Shit <laughs> film. <laughs> So you're, no, not, you're not giving it five stars? No, no, no. no. They're, they're, they're all the films I've watched. To the, oh, that's just a little teaser, but that was my favourite Nolan film. Was. Yeah. Until Tenet, yeah. yeah. Well, Did you, well I'm, says, I'm hoping, because says, I've not seen Tenet, that that means that you're pretending that you've not watched Tenet yet because you've not seen <laughs> I'm it I'm going to go back in time and watch yeah, Tenet exactly, last yeah. week. <laughs> I'm hoping that like that's what's happened. I, I actually think... But... You hating well, did you hate the prestige or do you like it? Or I didn't mind it. That to me doesn't bode well for Tenet because Tenet's the most complicated film. Oh, no, the complication is not a problem. Like, I've, I've, I've seen Christopher Nolan's other films before, but it's one of them films that you have to go with, kind of thing, a bit like the prestige. I think you have to accept it, what it is. If you don't go with it, then it probably won't work for you. But same with Inception, though, isn't it? Like, if you don't believe what's going on, yeah. Inception's it's probably his best Inception. one, isn't it? Do you reckon? Oh, I, I, I believe, I believe um, this film, though, was kind of... It makes makes um, Inception look like a very straightforward um, It does, yeah, story. in terms of the plot. Inception is pretty... It's, it's a bit crazy, but it's pretty straightforward. But I think Inception's one of his better, better ones. On the Inception thing, I think, like Nick said, Inception's a pretty straightforward story that the... Because there's so much like jiggery pokery with all the dream stuff, they make it seem more complicated than it actually is. And it's not. Whereas Tenor actually is fucking like mental, mental, like Shit. yeah, like mad. <laughs> is he gonna have mixed reviews? As you think? I think it has been getting mixed reviews. Yeah. It has been doing. Yeah. That. Some people think it's like a work of genius, and other people think like it's just piece of pretentious crap. garbage. Like yeah, he's a pretentious cunt though. You've seen him. He is, but it's so interesting. Like yeah, he's an asshole though. He basically told Martin Scorsese, in I'm not saying directly, but like, yeah, I'm only going to shoot on film because I'm not a fucking nonce or something like that. Yeah, he's adamant with the film thing, isn't he? Yeah, but I mean... If, but if, Tenet if, looks amazing, though, so... Fair enough. <laughs> yep. Sorry, yeah. was that your last one? Yeah. That's it, Paul. Yeah. No problem. Christopher Nolan's a nonce, I think that's my last point. Well, we can get back into Nolan a bit, if you don't mind, with a, a bit yep. of Tenet discussion. Yep. Okay, guys, I've just got one quick film, if that's okay. Go for it, yeah. Not got much to say about it, but uh, after watching Wild Wild West yesterday, I watched uh, The Quick and the Dead on Amazon last night, which is uh, like a Western from like 1995, I think right. it was. Have you heard of it at all? Or? Never, no, never, never heard, heard of it before. Uh, it's a film that I actually watched at the time, but at the time I didn't realise who the filmmaker was behind it and stuff. I remember hearing over the years, but I never went back to watch it. But it's uh, Sam Raimi who did like the Evil Dead and oh, stuff like that. Yeah, and, St- and Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah. Just the, the fact it's called The Quick and the Dead, it's just like, that could just be like part four of the Evil Dead. Sure yeah. like yeah. Evil Dead 1 and 2, Medieval Dead, and The Quick and the Dead. But no, it's a boring, boring Western instead. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually, a, you know what, it's actually pretty good. It's uh, not a wacky Western or anything like not that. Not wacky at all, no. I think, are you a Western fan, Nick? I, 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 
I, I, I enjoy a, a few westerns. I enjoy yeah. western because I know Jimbo. You've mentioned a few times. I went to your, your yep. western, so I think you'd enjoy it. Like, yeah. it's a uh, Sharon Stone when she was at like the peak of her popularity. Oh, kind smoking. Of thing. Oh, like Sharon Stone mid nineties, like beautiful. Oof. She's amazing, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, and she is a gunslinger who comes to town, a town that is owned and run by Gene Hackman. He has like the whole town living under his uh, his reign of fear kind of thing. Yeah. Because he holds a, a tournament every year for like the best outlaw to come and like compete in a in a shoot uh, you know a, a shooting tournament is that what they call it yeah a shootout <laughs> a shootout tournament it's probably like, good yeah. though basically what he's thinking is like we can easily cash in on this like you can get rid of all the outlaws can't we by they will all kill each other well this is why he not really a twist but this is why Gene Hackman does it he holds the tournament so that everyone who wants to kill him he can just get out of the way because he's so good at gun slaying hmm. he can just they'll wipe, die he can wipe away. out his enemies all the time like yeah. Uh, but she has a bit of history with him. I mean, I'm going to spoil it here because it's, what, a 25-year-old film kind of thing. Fine. Have you guys watched The Specialist? I also watched that in the, in the no, last no. week. That was from 1994 it. with Sharon Stone. And it's pretty much the same plot. It's about... What, is she featured in a few westerns, has she? Oh, just The Quick and the Dead. The Specialist is like a modern-day uh, right, action right, film. Okay, but okay. the same plot in both films. She's a young kid who sees her family get murdered in front of her. And so she wants revenge by going back to get the guy who killed her family. It's literally the same plot in both films. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You find out that Gene Hackman killed her father and stuff when he was a kid. Like what I imagine Killville, Kill Bill Volume 3 will be like. Yeah, same kind of thing. Like, yeah. But, you know, she comes back. Russell, Russell Crowe's first Western film after Romper Stomper and stuff like oh, that. So he's classing it really good. Sick. And it's got all the uh, got all the Sam Raimi little touches, like zoom-ins on stuff. And, uh, you know, when like, they're having a shootout, they zoom in on the, close up on their eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. Really good. But I, yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, I'd give it like a four out of five, but I think the thing is the Amazon transfer. I don't know where Amazon transfer these films from, but like it's the worst looking transfers I've ever seen on, on Amazon. Like they've just got the VHS and just transferred it straight from the also, VHS. It's not like 4K or anything now. I don't even think it's HD. The thing is, this film would have been shot on film, won't it? Yeah. So what's the problem? Why can't they just upload it? In, I genuinely think it might have been a VHS that someone's got and like they've up converted it from VHS oh. genuinely there's lines all over the screen and stuff it's like the that but bad. Amazon do it all the time like they're so janky Amazon with their surely, it surely it's not purposefully made to look old or something like that or? no not at all it's just it's, it's just, just bad oh sorry I didn't even mention DiCaprio's in it it's one of his first films really, well. really? Leo DiCaprio's the kid who's like a, a young gun shop owner who enters the tournament as well kind of thing but he's classing it as well DiCaprio but uh, I mean, like I so said, the cast is amazing. Like Gene Hackman, Sharon Stone, DiCaprio. Uh, DiCaprio, Russell... big character in it, or yeah, he's one of the main characters. It's like really? Russell Crowe, Keith David, like the horror icon. I don't know if you know him, the the, the, no, uh, no. the guy from the thing. Oh right, he yeah, survives yeah. at the end with Kurt Russell in the, in the thing. Loads of uh, Pat Hingle, who's Commissioner Gordon from so the uh, Batman what, films. What's the name of this film? The Quick and the Dead. The it's on Quick. Amazon Prime at the moment. So uh, I think if you're into westerns, you'll you'll like it. Definitely enjoy that then. I just think the Amazon transfer will will not impress you very much. No, <laughs> I was watching on a laptop then. Yeah, instead of the big screen. Good idea. The uh, like I say, I'd love to get a good high quality Blu-ray or 4K of this if it ever becomes available. But uh, yeah, really enjoyable. Four out of five. Are we down? Right? Four out of five. Yep. So I think uh, I think that's us all done, guys. Yeah, that was that was a good show. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yep. Good to talk about a film that I didn't give five stars for once. It makes a change there. I, <laughs> I think this is the first review we've done of a film where every single um, 
rating has been below half. Yeah, well, not, any money though. Recommended it, yeah. The next one that we do, which might be might be Tenet, I can imagine that the, the ratings will be a lot higher that time, won't they, John? Yeah, that's worth mentioning. You'll have probably heard this already on the Tenet podcast, but we're planning to do a proper group review of Tenet for the next one. So, yeah. so in, in obviously Tenet fashion, we don't really know what's happened until it's going to happen, do we? Well. What's happened has always happened, and it always has to happen that way. But you don't know what's going to happen until you get there. So that is the, that is the deepest thing I've ever heard you say, John. <laughs> so we'll come back to that. The tenant review. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, cheers, guys. We all enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and we'll uh, talk to you all in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Catch bye. you later. Ta-ra. Cheers. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can email with any feedback or complaints at don'tspoiltheending at gmail.com or you can tweet us at DSTE Podcast. Thanks for watching.